0: this is
1: free talk live you can bring up whatever you want if you dial toll free to 1-800-259-9231 the SACL cai toll free line for you it is ian here with you and wayne and mark and you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com all the features are free so enjoy those on us Again, freetalklive.com. Lots to talk about tonight. Of course, your calls are primary, so we will get into them. But uh, coming up, if we get a chance, I did promise, I think on Monday night, that we were going to talk about the We the People organization and what they're up to right now. It's not good news. We'll get to that here in a bit. But first, your calls. George is on the line in D.C. You're on Freetalk Live on the Amp line. Hello, George. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
2: Oh uh, Yeah, I, re- I saw this um, article on Reuters. Entitled, Student Auctions Virginity Sparks Online Debate.
1: Really? <laughs> oh, boy.
2: Yeah. A 22-year-old woman in the U.S. is publicly auctioning her virginity to pay I'm, for her college I'm education.
3: I'm glad that it's a, a woman that's auctioning her virginity because <laughs> I'd hate to see how little a man's virginity is worth.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that bid would not be very high. Oh no, no. Who cares? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, from, she's from San Diego, California. And she's using the pseudonym Natalie Dillon for safety reasons. She had no moral dilemma with her decision and found it empowering, but a few bloggers who sided with her and some suspected her intentions. And when she's like, I don't think auctioning my virginity will solve all my problems, she told celebrity television show, then Insider on Wednesday, but it will create some financial stability, and I'm ready for the controversy. I know that it will come along. I'm ready to do this, but we live in a capitalist society. Why shouldn't I be able to? To to capitalize on my virginity.
1: She should be able to. I mean, she should absolutely be able to do this. However, I'm wondering have the government people stepped in with threats about possibly arresting
2: her yet? Not from this article right there. Really? She's hoping that thing will hit one million dollars, which I seriously doubt. Well, let me (laughs) let me see here. eBay turned down her offer to do it, and she said she's gonna. Yeah, it'll take place at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch, where her sister is working to pay off college debt.
0: Ah, right. interesting. Now, this is San Diego, mind you. I've been to San Diego before. Now, at 22 years old, she claims she's still a virgin? What, yeah, What's I wrong was. with this picture? Hey, I was at 22, but a I guess it's different, A woman in right? San Diego at 22 has got to be a spinster or a skank, you know, to be a virgin still.
1: Is there a picture? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's anonymous
0: right now, right? She, nobody knows yeah, who she they really is. They're
1: on
2: Reuters, yeah. A, an, they show an anonymous picture, which shows um, three women with um, jeans and a shirt and sandals, but they don't show any of their faces here. But
1: I think it's like, very uh, interesting. So you're saying that because they're going to do it in Nevada at the Bunny Ranch, obviously she can't be caught for prostitution uh, yeah. at that point. So this may go through. Oh. This may be uh, able to th- actually happen without having the police kick in somebody's doors, I hope. I yeah. don't know. George, will Good you let James. us know when you get news on this as far as like what the, the closing price is? Will you keep an eye on this for us?
2: Yeah, no problem out there. Oh, and by the way, your yes, new um, Google um, Chrome thing it is here, I just downloaded it. It's pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's got some bugs. Uh, it's a beta version, and that's sort of to be expected. George, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate you bringing us uh, no, that sorry. that to the table tonight uh, because it's a very interesting story, and I did not did not come across my desk. So always interesting to hear from you as far as what you think is important. 800-259-9231. Do you think that someone shouldn't be able to auction their
0: virginity? What's What would be wrong with that? Does anybody here disagree? I, I don't. I wouldn't agree with doing it myself, but that's her choice. And she's yeah. she's of age. It's not like she's under her parents' protection or anything. This is true. Yeah, it seems like
1: she's in the clear. I don't think there's much they can really do about it. Provided
0: this. that she really is 22 years old and that she really is a virgin.
1: They might try to tax her, like the IRS might come in and say, hey, we heard you won a million dollars, or your auction went for a million dollars, and you now owe us 500000 or something like that. That's, that's a possibility, but as far as actually stopping the auction, I don't see them having any reason to do so. Your thoughts at 800-259-9231, especially if you're against the idea of auctioning one's virginity. It has to be the first time I think that's ever been done. It certainly seems unique. I don't recall ever hearing about this before. Valuable to somebody. All right. Toll-free number 800-259-9231. So I said we were going to talk about the We the People organization and the latest on what's going on with them. As we told you a few weeks back, they had been planning something that I thought was a pretty cool idea. I thought that generally working within the political system is pretty futile and that... You really don't get very very far, and you have to spend a lot of money in order to even take a few baby steps uh, toward the idea of liberty. But I was still excited about this idea because I think it was sort of eh, s- still in the system to some extent, but a little different than normal in-the-system activities. And what I'm talking about is their hunger strike that they were planning for – well, I think it was actually for today. And uh, they were planning this hunger strike, which – you might have guessed now is canceled. That's the news. They've canceled the hunger strike entirely. And so the question is, well, why? Well, first of all, why were they doing a hunger strike? Mark, can you answer that question? Uh, because the, the Supreme Court uh, refused to hear their uh,
3: their case, where they um you know they they were looking to uh, sort of define the right of the people to petition the uh, the government for redress of grievances. It's right in the First Amendment, the mm-hmm. Constitution. The Supreme Court has never ruled on the people's right to petition the government for redress of grievances. They had two lower court rulings that basically had nothing to do with um, a citizen petitioning the government for redress of grievances both in both cases uh the rulings uh, you know the, the the case law that the rulings relied upon were uh, situations of employees petitioning uh, as government employees petitioning the government for redress of grievances you know essentially union and non-union situations so uh it 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 clearly didn't it it still didn't didn't apply But the lower courts uh, cited those two rulings because they're the only rulings that uh, had anything to do with redress of grievance, and I don't feel like they really had anything to do with the First Amendment. Um, And so they, they cited those and the Supreme Court refused to hear it essentially saying that what those um, courts said was so. basically
1: so, that yes you have the right to petition for a redress but you don't actually don't have the have right to, to a redress. Right. You the, don't have the government
3: to. doesn't have to listen. Right. Um, in, the, in one ruling uh, the situation was that the government didn't have to listen to somebody who petitioned for redress of grievances uh, You know, a, a, excuse me a, an employee a, a state employee petitioned through the union and they said they don't have to listen They only um, to, the, to the union they only have to listen to the individual and in the second case it, uh, an individual petitioned uh, the you know an individual employee petitioned the state government. Well, they might and, listen, but they won't respond. And they said, right, you can you can redress all, all you, you want. You can petition all you wish, yep. and uh, we will ignore you. Yep. And then in the other Supreme case, the union, you know, the, you had to go. One case, you had to go through the union. The other case, you had to go not use the union. And one was uh, Minneapolis. The other one, I think, was Arkansas. It mm-hmm. Had nothing to do with uh, the First Amendment, which says. Um, and the petition, uh, the government for redress of grievances. Uh, commer- Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment.
1: I don't know. It sounds like the Supreme Court was uh, was right. I mean, it doesn't say that they owe you anything. It just says you can petition them. So that's what, I mean, they ruled in the favor of the Constitution. Well,
3: in, in the case, we the people would argue that there's, um, you know, what kind of right is it that they don't have to listen? I mean, what 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 have you given me? I can write a letter and not get a response?
1: Yeah, that's... No, no, that's that's not it. it. It's not good enough. Well, that is what it is, because the Supreme Court made the decision that that's what it is. That's
3: what it is, because the Supreme Court is full of people that can't read English. Um, I mean, we've got 200 years of bad Supreme Court rulings Mm -hmm. compiling upon and bad federal court rulings and honestly, bad state um, court rulings compiling upon themselves and what they're going to do, what they're setting this up, the situation up for with all their laws and the way to manipulate the the people is they're setting it up for a revolution. I'm not I, I don't want it. I'm not looking for it. I want the government to. Act by yeah. the Constitution. But any the reason the Constitution was written in plain English was so that normal people could read it. And a normal pe- person reading the First Amendment would say, yes, in fact, I have the right to petition the government for redress of grievances and expect a freaking answer. That part's
1: not in there, though. It's I not. Mean, I can understand where they're coming from. But I don't agree. But a normal person, any,
3: but... by reading that, would get that. Do you understand? And when the no, government... I don't think
1: most normal people would ever read it.
3: You know, when when there's, when there's so... They don't normally read
0: it. Right. I, I so. totally agree with yeah, you. Yeah, that part's glossed over very often. And the schools and everything. But you're also, the, the whole premise of separation of powers has become a sham now. They're all in bed together. Well, they're all laughing with their cigars behind our backs. Of course, the entire Constitution is a
1: joke. They don't they don't give a flip what the Constitution says, and they'll interpret it in whatever way
0: favors them. Sure, and they're, that's exactly it. They're, you're actually expecting the government to rule against themselves. <laughs> right? <laughs> because they're all How often won. does that happen? Yeah, because because if you really believe that the separation of powers doesn't exist anymore, then you're just asking them to rule against themselves, which is completely unrealistic. So
1: let's talk about why it is that the We the People organization decided to cancel their upcoming, or the hunger strike that I believe was originally scheduled for today. Uh, The idea of the hunger strike, of course, was to say, look, we're going to starve ourselves, uh, possibly to death, until you guys give us some answers. Seemed like a really great idea. Why'd they cancel it? It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial toll free to 1 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us, and they include the updates. You can get signed up, and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something fresh to announce about Free Talk Live. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list for free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. With with, with the down economy,
3: a lot of companies are having more and more trouble with accounts receivable. It gets... You know, p- people just put off their bills instead of paying at net 30, they, they decide they'll pay at 60 days or, or whatever. If you're having trouble with the accounts receivable, you're sick and tired of having to deal with that because you got into um, into whatever business you got into because you love that business and you don't want to do, be in the collections business. SACL CAI does collections. Uh, they do early out billing. They purchase charged off receivables. Anything to do with accounts receivable, they do it. They're good people. They're the number one sponsor of this show, and I would encourage you to, uh, Give Jason Osborne a call over at SACL CAI. I guess you probably won't talk to him immediately, but uh, that's SACL CAI. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com.
1: All right, 800-259-9231. Again, here talking about the We the People organization. They have canceled their hunger strike that they'd planned for, I believe was originally planned for today, Constitution Day. And the idea was to go and have people starve themselves in a Washington, D.C. area park. Of course, promoting it in advance to the news media and things like that and to point out that the government will not answer questions the we the people organization has been trying for years to get various different government bureaucracies or representatives or anybody to actually answer some very simple questions about the for instance the constitutionality of the Iraq war or the income tax they've got a you know variety of issues they're interested in getting answers about and no one in the government will respond to their questions they've been trying it for years to get these answers And so they figured they'd go all the way because the Supreme Court beat them back. The Supreme Court said, well, you can ask all the questions you want. We don't have to an- to answer them. So, having gone through the entire judicial system, gone through the entire system, the process, right? Whenever whenever we say something, whenever we critique the government or talk about how we want to live free, we're frequently told, well, this is the best place in the world, and we've got a system here. You can use the system to, to get what you want. Just get people elected and use the system. The system's there for you. You can use it. And they tried to use the system, and And the system told them to flip off. That's what the system told we the people is F you. We don't care what it is your questions are. We're never going to give you answers. And so we the people said, fine, we're going to put together this hunger strike. We're going to starve ourselves. We're going to uh, sleep in this park and we're going to starve ourselves until someone comes and answers this question. The very head of the organization, Bob Schultz, who we've had uh, on the show in the past, was willing to be the the initial person who was starving himself, and he had obviously hoped that other people would join him. But unfortunately, what they did was the We the People group. The one of their faults is that they are in the system. People, I mean, they believe in the gu- the uh, the. They believe, I think, that government can be good as long as you just elect the right people, which, of course, is nonsense. Government can never be good because it's an agency of coercive force. It doesn't matter who's running it. It doesn't matter what the goals of the organization are. As long as it's funded through coercion, as long as it's funded through threats of violence, then nothing it can do is ever moral or justified. So, beyond that, they like to work with, they, under, they understand the system and they want to work inside it to change it. So, therefore, in order to have their hunger strike that they'd planned, which I thought was a great idea, they went to the government and what'd they do? Get a, per, ask for a permit. They asked for a permit. <laughs> they asked for a permit. It was already over at that point, right? Whenever <laughs> you Whenever you ask permission from the
0: government, you might as well expect them to say... No. No! You know what? It sounds like government has this non-cooperation thing down to a science. Yeah, right? That's why we need to start non-cooperating
1: and stop asking for permission to do things. So what happened was they went in and they tried to get a permit for a, a protest, essentially, in the park. And they, I guess, mentioned that there was going to be some sort of hunger strike going on. I don't know what all the applications were like, but... Essentially, the government got wind that there would be people staying the night in the park, and the government came back and said, "Uh, we'll give you the permit, because I'm sure they wanted the money, but we'll give you the permit, uh, but you can't have anyone sleeping in the park. No sleeping in the park. That's camping,
3: and we don't allow camping. There are no homeless people in Washington, D.C.,
1: so they came back Except with for that. that
3: guy when I was there that had uh, like 99 uh, two liter
1: bottles full of urine that was on the street <laughs> corner. But but they won't let these people sleep in the park. It seems like they uh, were going to go with it. They, they were still going to go through with it. Like after we'd gotten the news that they had been rebuffed as far as the sleeping over, okay, well, we'll do it in shifts, right? You stay here and we'll drive you out. You can sleep somewhere and come back and hunger the next day. So, I mean, they were at least going to still go through with it, even though they were still bowing down and kowtowing to the system. Well, then this email comes in a couple of days ago or three days ago from We the People. And it says, D.C. Constitution Day event canceled due to numerous factors, including a substantial lack of participation. We the People has canceled the Constitution Day event planned for Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. As Constitution Day passes this Wednesday, the chairman, Bob Schultz, asks that everyone take a moment quietly to reflect on the current state of the Constitution and the extent that they're personally committed to defending it as the cornerstone of our form of righteous and limited government. See, they they think governance can be righteous, and I highly disagree. But that said... uh. It's very interesting what happened to this particular event because it seemed like a really great idea. It seemed really powerful. We the People's got quite a large following out there. It's Certainly, huge. they could have rounded up a handful of people to hunger. And why is it that you need a bunch of people to hunger? I mean, Don't, if you,
3: don't you think if you do a hunger strike, you should be prepared to, I don't know, uh, take it a long way? Yes. I'm telling you, if I'm, <laughs> I don't think you could get me to do a hunger strike
1: for anything. Me neither. I'm not so. I'm, no, I mean, I'm not just, so interested
3: in that. I don't like not
1: eating very I much. I would make it to the end of the week. I just don't have enough on me to, to sustain. I get
0: really grouchy.
1: Yeah. So, but but, but tough. I mean, well, I mean, they, but they had people that were willing to do it, right? Obviously, Bob Schultz said he'd be willing to do it. I think a hunger. Bob strike, Schultz is a great man. I think a hunger mm-hmm. strike promoted effectively would have been effective with one person hungering. If you put one man on the steps of the Capitol building and he's hungering, then that's worth reporting on. That's worth. I think that's newsworthy. So to back out and say they didn't have enough participation, I don't know what that excuse is all about. But clearly the event was uh, you know, destroyed by the fact that they bothered asking permission in the first place. Do you think you can challenge the state without going into a jail cell at some point? Because if you think you can win and you think you can change the system by playing by their rules, it seems like it's just proven over and over again that that's just
0: not possible. I've got a suggestion for them. Why don't they just uh, meet, do it at somebody's house and just have a webcam on them? Yeah, they can camp out in one room. They can have a webcam on them. They can post their webcam all over the internet, and people can monitor the hunger strike that it's a way. Good idea. I uh, think it's maybe a good idea. I think that, um,
3: people have a tendency to uh, not believe some of the things they see on the internet, mm-hmm. and so therefore, you know, uh, maybe maybe they would. Uh, it would. I, I tell you, if I was on a hunger strike, I'd be slipping away, uh, yeah. getting something to eat. I, I would. I just wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> Twinkies. I simply would not be able to do it.
1: So uh, disappointment. The We the People organization, I, I think, a major disappointment from them. And where are they going to go now? What are they going to do next? I mean, I don't Bob know. Schultz keeps talking about. I'm what I'm sure the, he's
3: very disappointed. Right.
1: I, I, he keeps talking about what the next step is, and it sounds like it's going to be something exciting. Then they plan something exciting, and now they back out of it. So we'll let you know what they decide. He said to he do. didn't have
3: the participation. What is it, What was
1: he supposed to do? I don't know. But if you can't get participation for something like that, and nobody's giving you answers anywhere else, and the government says flip off, we don't care what you have to say how are you going to continue working within the system to change the system what are they going to try next 800-259-9231 can we please try non-cooperation it's free talk live one of the bonuses you'll get as a free talk live amplifier is access to our classic archives for just three dollars a month you can become an amplifier and you'll help us get on more radio stations and mp3 players get the details at amp.freetalklive.com that's amp.freetalklive.com This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want if you dial in toll-free to 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features, they're free. So enjoy those, including the wiki with over 1,700 pages created by listeners just like you. Go to wiki.freetalklive.com and get interactive. Uh, That's wiki.freetalklive.com. And what if a socialist or a fascist became president of the United States of America? President Barack Obama, John McCain, the North American Union, unconstitutional gun and drug laws, national ID card. What is your trigger point? If it happens, what will you do? Free State Project participants choose. What event will trigger their move to New Hampshire to join the fight for freedom? Check it out at freestateproject.org. That is freestateproject.org. And you know what, Mark? I bet if uh, Bob Schultz from We the People, who was putting this hunger strike together and has now been canceled because he couldn't apparently couldn't find enough people to do it, and uh, he asked the government for permission, of course, and they said no. I'm sure those were the two main reasons as to why it's not going on. But I bet you if he put that together in New Hampshire, he'd have a whole lot more participation. Oh, yes.
3: You know, I, I, I have to agree. Uh, I think that a lot of people here in New Hampshire have the same mind that I am, that the federal government's so far gone that there's just no saving it. Yep. And...
1: They keep proving it over and over again. They you keep know,
3: proving that. I'll take uh, what seems to be, to, um, to me, the most freedom-oriented – it's difficult to even use those terms uh, – government that's uh, still in the United States, state government, and try to take that government and uh, you know, uh, stop the growth of government. Uh, completely arrest it perhaps turn it around these are some of the goals and i think we have a much better chance here than we do
1: we um, have the best activists in the world right here in new hampshire and more are coming on a weekly basis we'll tell you more about that uh but we need to go to your phone calls you've been waiting patiently let's talk to david listening in austin david you're on free talk live hello there david in austin going once david in austin Hear somebody yeah can you hear me hello you're on the air Hi. can you hear me yes sir what's on your mind
4: uh we're just uh, talking about uh, Bush's comments here. The last three or four speeches that uh, we've heard him make, he's made the comment at the end that uh, he plans to finish strong. And uh, we're Uh-oh. kind of scratching our heads what he's referring to. It's a, hmm. kind of an ominous warning.
1: Yeah, it does seem kind of strange, huh?
4: He really doesn't have any more administrative tasks at hand. So, you What know, could he do in the next
1: month and a half or the next uh, well, few months? Who could
3: he kill in the next month and a half or two months? <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, you know, the... The idea of another false flag attack certainly isn't um unheard of. I think a lot of people talking about uh a trigger for martial law and continuity of well government.
1: the same th- the same talk went on before the two thousand and four elections uh the and, yeah and it was interesting to to discuss uh the idea that if Bush wanted to he could just declare martial law and cancel the election, but really but in 2004 it wouldn't have
3: made much sense, um, as much sense i mean he yeah, only had the chance I of losing
1: it still doesn't make sense because we all I, know I that these guys all agree on virtually everything whether that's uh, bush or barack obama or john McCain. they're all basically the same and so he really have to have quite the ego to do something like that i'm not saying he doesn't uh, but I, it feels it well, feels I, like I, it think, wouldn't happen
4: i think he's me. got some other uh, he's got some other reasons for doing something like that i i don't buy into the uh, triggering martial law either, but I think that uh, he is interested in protecting his legacy. And if he goes out the way things are, you know, he'll have a negative legacy. But if he can uh, defend some attack from, say, Iran and then let that trigger um, our attack back on them, then he'd go out with, you know, a strong legacy. He could feed the propaganda, all the news stations that, look, we were right all along. We needed this build-up security. Look what our homeland security stopped. We need to keep pumping money into the military complex because we were right, so I think it's going to be something along those lines.
1: Well, I guess only time will tell, and uh, I don't know hopefully you're wrong and won't involve anybody extra unnecessarily dying, but if you're right, it probably will. so any other thoughts for us, David?
4: Well, I didn't know you guys were out in New Hampshire. How about that um Ron Paul getting canceled out of the debate up there?
0: I don't recall anything about that what happened yeah yeah they they that? try to keep him out of the debates and uh Actually I think he ended up coming into this one, but there's another state where he was he was uh, not allowed to participate.
1: Yeah, that was like what, yeah. the the primaries? Yes, during the right. primaries. Okay, yeah. okay. There you go. All right, David, thanks yeah. for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. As we continue, it is Fred in New York. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Fred. Hey Fred.
5: Yeah, hi, how you
1: doing? What's on your mind tonight?
5: Uh well, I guess what's on my mind is what's probably on a lot of people's mind if we watch the the current news and that is the uh the so-called financial collapse of these uh, uh, big financial firms. And uh, I'm wondering with uh, what's going on, if this is going to be the uh, catalyst to, uh, you know, basically put the average American into a position to where they're going to be given the final, you know, ultimatum with, uh, you know, uh, the way we conduct business and, uh, you know, I'm not sure I know what system. you mean. What
1: is it you're getting at?
5: Well, I mean, uh, at some point in time, you know, I feel that, uh, there, you know, we're basically not going to be living life as Americans, so to speak, with the way that we do our, uh, you know, monetary exchange with, you know, paper money and what have you. And uh, if this is just the beginning of the the, the tiptoe, so to speak, into uh, propelling us into the point where... Uh, we're in such dire straits economically that uh, we're given the new so called solution to uh the problem.
1: What are you well, suggesting that solution might be?
5: Well, I mean uh possibly a change in currency. I mean if our if our okay, possibly, currency yeah. that we have now is devalued.
6: Uh,
1: some would to the suggest point where they maybe, uh you know some-
5: we'll be buying, say, Ameros for, you know.
1: Right, yeah, I was going to say, someone yeah. Someone suggested they they've already got the Amero ready to roll out uh, in just sure. that particular and, uh, case. You know, we
5: need to build up uh, strength in the new currency, and what better way to issue a new currency uh, to where, you know, maybe you'll be Paying $3 for every one Amero or It might even be you know. 10
1: to 1. Who knows? Uh, you, or yeah, 10 you'd, to 1. You'd yeah. want to go 10
3: to 1 or uh, at the very least. Just Make so it that seem valuable, th- That right? way, you know, if it would, uh, an Amero seems very valuable if you can buy a loaf of bread for tw- only um, 0.2 Ameros,
1: you know? Yeah. Yeah, right. that may very well be what they're, uh, they're up to, and I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate the, the speculation. Never know exactly how it's going to play out, but that's a, I think that's a very realistic possibility that as it's, things continue to get worse, they'll just introduce a new currency.
0: Yeah, of course. And it's funny because they're the ones coming out with this nice nicely packaged solution to the problem they created.
3: And, that's, and that really is the whole crux of the whole financial situation um, that we're dealing with, is all of these problems... Uh, you know at some point or another were government created they people would go yeah. back to the, uh, the the big the big crash in one thousand nine hundred and twenty nine hey that was um, that was government created. We we had uh, the, the the Federal Reserve system was introduced in 1913. Right. They allowed fractional reserve lending with uh, gold backing um, at that point. So then Americans' money was essentially not backed by the amount of gold they said it was backed by. And uh, you know then uh, in 1930 the federal government the year you know just just after the crash they increased taxes. D- gee, do you think that might have uh, you know propelled the Dep- the Great Depression out? longer i think it did
0: yeah they also slapped a huge tariff called the smooth hawley tariffs on foreign uh importers who were there's a lot of companies a lot of people were getting uh goods from foreign countries and and in anticipation of that bill passing a lot of uh countries had already boycotted u.s goods so government intervention in the economy in the 30s is, is mainly the chief cause of the of the depression which Absolutely. ended up being the great depression it would have been a recession it would have, wouldn't have been nearly as great as it was or as long as it was if they hadn't intervened.
1: Well, right. As we've discussed before, the so-called business cycle exists because of the government's meddling, because of the
0: Federal Reserve, the central bank, and those policies. And these bailouts they're doing now are highly inflationary. And they're going to come back to highly buy inflationary us. highly
3: right they, I, I heard on nPR um this this morning some you know some, some economist was talking about it, you know what they're what they're going to do about it, and uh he said, well, you know one of the one of the ways is the good old fashioned way of printing money mm-hmm. and that's what they're going to do
1: That's exactly what they're doing. And as more continue to fail, they'll continue to print more, and then it's going to reach a tipping point, and then our caller's suggestion may become a reality, where all of a sudden they take the, uh, the curtain off of this brand new currency called the Amero, which many people have been talking about as
0: a possibility, and it seems,
1: it seems, like, a, it seems like their best way out to me.
0: Well, uh, remember this term, cascading cross defaults. You're going to hear a lot of that in the future.
1: The toll-free number here is 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. Still your calls. Also, on the way, national service. We've got more to talk about. We didn't get to cover it all last night. The, uh, the national slavery thing went on over the weekend. We'll continue that discussion here in a bit. It is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want if you dial in toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. The Sickle CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You can become an amplifier. Just go to amp.freetalklive.com to get on board with the program. Amp stands. For advertise, market, and promote, you like Free Talk Live and you want other people to be exposed to this program, AMP is the best way you can help us do that. Just go and get signed up for as little as 3 bucks a month on any major credit card, PayPal, or some alternative options, and we'll get you into the club, basically. You'll get access to the AMP-only call-in lines, chat room, forum, and more. But the AMP stuff is above and beyond all the great features you'll find on the website. So if for whatever reason you can't afford to AMP, and really most people can afford it 3 bucks a month that's less than the price of a cup of coffee but if whatever reason you know money's a little too tight enjoy all the features on the website for free because that's how a good talk show website should be so the amp stuff is sort of above and beyond all that and it really does help us get the show on more radio stations we take that money in and it gets reinvested and we can reach out to new stations we can bring more internet listeners on board so if you like this show that's one of the best things you can do for us go to amp.freetalklive.com and get signed up as we go to your calls tom in new hampshire you're on free talk live with ian wayne and mark hello tom
7: uh, yeah, I just wanted to point something out here. You know, uh, the federal laws allow citizens, you know, the U.S. Constitution says that Congress shall have power, by the way, to fix the standard of weights and measures. And federal law allows people to enjoy the benefits of the metric system, supposedly but it doesn't do much good when you have to comply with like zoning restrictions in feet and speed limits in miles mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. So, well, I fought back today when I got this paper from my kids' uh, government-run indoctrination center saying that, you know, if you want, uh, you sign this form. We have to get parental permission for health screenings, like uh, to uh, keep track of the kids' height, and weight, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, uh, we need to have you sign this paper saying that it's okay for us to measure how tall your kid is. And I printed up a, my own consent form saying, <laughs> yeah, they can go ahead and do that as long as they use metric units. And if they're taking the kid's temperature, they've got to use degrees Celsius or <laughs> Kelvins. No, you cannot measure my kid in inches. <laughs> okay. I, and I signed that and sent it back there to them. So that is. Hey, you know what,
1: Tom? I have to congratulate you. I think that is great. Uh, it's like I was talking about earlier. You have to take steps, whatever it is those steps are, to non-cooperate with the state, even if it's partial cooperation or making adding your own terms to their agreement or whatever it is, taking these extra steps to just stop accepting what it is they give you at face value and deciding based on the options they give you. You created your own option. You said, yeah, you can measure my kid just as long as you do it to my terms. i <laughs> I think that's brilliant. One thing
7: you've got to watch out for, by the way, I have to warn parents that uh, they send home these consent forms, uh, like when they're in middle school and high school and stuff. Oh, yes, your emergency medical treatment. And I've heard that some of them use that uh, for abortions. Hmm. You oh, know, like, like the guidance counselor will, will sneak the kid off to an abortion clinic. And, well, hey, the parents signed this medical consent form. So you've got to print up your own that says not for an abortion if it's a girl.
1: I see. Well, I don't want to get into that issue, Tom, because you and I are going to disagree on it. I thank you for the call. 800. I think,
3: I think the parents should be able to. Uh, you, you don't think that the parents, sh- if they're. That if child's you're old living? enough
1: to consent to having sex, you're old enough to consent to having an abortion.
3: Um, And Simple. you're o- o- old enough to uh, support yourself.
1: You're old enough to consent to having sex at uh, the age of puberty, as far as I'm concerned. So, yes, if you can go. But you're old and- enough
3: to support yourself in the workplace.
1: Uh, that's not a factor.
3: You sure can is. go get an abortion. If I if I'm responsible for taking care of that child in my home, um, I should be able to make the you know a, a certain amount of medical decisions for that child, including whether or not they can get an abortion.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. You're su- you're suggesting that you have the ability to control another individual's person, another individual's body. No, no. Body? I, I
3: have ability to control my house uh-huh. and who lives
1: in it. That's fine. Well, you know what? I wouldn't tell you about that, Mark. If I were pregnant and I were a female, I would just go out and get the abortion, and keep my damn mouth shut, because I know that you're a jerk and you don't want to hear what's really going on in my life. You don't want to know what's going on. You're not no, no. interested. I only said that I deserve to be informed. Oh, I see. So you wouldn't be able to stop the kid. Well, what I, you're saying. I deserved. I deserve to be informed. Oh, okay. Whatever. Right? If you want to be informed? That's 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 fine. But I don't think you have an obligation to be Most informed. Most of these
3: are parental um, information laws, right?
1: I don't know. I, I'm not sure what all the laws are. I don't I don't know them. But all I know is that uh, it, you should not be obligated to be informed. It's up. It should be up to the person receiving the procedure as to who they want to tell about it. Because if you happen to be a violent father, I don't think you are, but if you happen to be a man who was, say, abusive toward his wife or his daughter, and the daughter was frightened to death of telling you anything about her life and her choices, then I think it would be awfully... Awfully a bad idea to inform a father or a parent like that that was likely to do some harm to his kid as a result.
0: And a lot of girls that age actually latch on to some guy to get out of the house. Yeah. If, they have a, if they have a bad father. Because they don't want to talk to their parents. They're afraid of uh, discussing
1: things like this.
3: I, you know, I'm of the opinion that abortion is, um, it, it is a prohibition that didn't work um, historically. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm of that opinion. However, I think that uh, parents have the right to know about their children. You don't have th- a right to know anything about your I don't think kid. that the school, um, the public school should be able to uh, help. I don't think
1: there should be government schools. Anyway, I don't think that parents have a right to know anything about their kids. You you only get to know what your kid confides in you. And if you don't have the kind of relationship that leads to your uh, youngster confiding in you and telling you the truth and talking about how they feel and what's going on in their life, then you don't, you're you shut out. You're out in the cold. So you get to decide when you're raising your kid how to have a relationship with that with that young, young person. And if you make the right choices, then they're going to come to you when they have a problem. If you make the right choices, they're going to come to talk to you about things like sex and alcohol and drugs and things like that. But if you make the wrong choices and you're a jerk and your kids don't appreciate you for whatever the reasons are, then they're going to go somewhere else. They're going to go learn about sex from watching pornography, they're going to learn about drinking and drugs from their friends, and you're going to be out in the cold and they're going to tell you that they're going out watching a movie and stuff like that, and you're going to have no idea about what your kids are doing, and you'll never, ever, ever have a right to it. You can I stamp your feet all I you want. I don't
3: disagree with that, Ian. Alright, good. And then you don't have a right to nice it. It's nice for you to stand on the soapbox and just keep on talking right. and not shut up about the same thing. But I don't disagree with what you're saying. However, I don't think that a kid, and, and I'm sorry, it's just true that high schoolers are more pliable Manipulable than, um, than than the average individual, the average adult. Even though I think that they should be able to make many of the decisions that adults make, um, uh, you know, sitting in the uh, sitting in the school uh, guidance counselor office, I think that a guidance counselor can convince a child, some girls, that it's the best idea to go get an g- abortion right now and not tell your parents. And that kind of kind of behavior right there is the kind of crap. That I just don't want the government doing. Yeah, the government
1: shouldn't be running schools. So I'll yeah, we'll agree but, with but, you there.
3: Yeah, sure. I I know you do, but you take you take a stance of you know the parents shouldn't have to be informed. But the fact they is, shouldn't. the people that get the people that get a hold of these um, kids are by and large liberal educators who love the idea of abortions for whatever reason. We got to have abortions; it's the
1: right. Well, I'm sorry, they wouldn't be forcing a guidance counselor to tell parents anything. They'd be forcing doctors to tell the parents mm-hmm. those things. So you're talking about a law that forces. As doctors, to tell.
3: Fine, I don't care who it is and where it is in the chain of command. That's Mm -hmm. I just want to know the information. uh,
1: So should kids be? uh, Should. Should parents be forced to be informed when their kids go out and do something that doesn't involve abortion, like let's say go to a movie that's uh, not for kids that are uh, – let's say they go to an R-rated movie and their par- parents don't want them going to R-rated movie? Should the theaters start to call parents and let them know that their son or daughter is actually at the R-rated movie they're not supposed to be at? I mean, what other things should parents be informed about in your opinion, Mark? Just abortions?
3: Look, I I can't tell you exactly where the the line is drawn, but I think that some parents out there really would hate the idea that their student that their uh, child
1: is sneaking into R-rated movies. Right. So it's up to them to figure out where their kids are. If you want to know what your kids are doing, But the problem have with R-rated movies
3: is you have to be uh, above the age of 18,
0: no, 17. It's just 17. 17. Yeah, on,
3: on your 17th birthday you can go. Yes, so? you can
0: okay. absolutely. You know, and I agree with most of your diatribe. However, <laughs> kids, kids at a certain age, even if you have good parents and good kids, the parents become like Martians. You know, they just there. There is a period of time where where there's 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 tension between the kid and the parent, just because the kid is growing up. He, he's he's going from that sure. time where he's a child to when he's becoming an adult, and it's it's like being on a trapeze, and you l- l- let go of one trapeze, and you're going to catch the other one, and for that moment in your hands, you're going. <gasps> Because the other trapeze doesn't I understand hit your hands. That.
1: but you don't have a right to know anything,
0: right? You agree with that, right? Yeah.
1: You, you'll know what they want to tell you, or you find out you on find your own. You find out on your own, right. That's right. You, you know, hire a private investigator if you want to know where your kids are going.
0: Do you tonight. believe Do you believe in the
1: concept of emancipation? To where a young person can go and become free from their parents' yes. control? at a certain Certainly. age. Yeah. I think that they can emancipate themselves when they're ready and and I
3: mean, he he means without a legal uh you know he, walking out the door as far as Ian's concerned is emancipation
1: yeah, absolutely, I'm ready to go see you later and i I can't disagree, however,
3: that we have a legal system today that requires i me don't have as a, a parent- legal
1: system. Doesn't require me to do anything. I didn't agree to it. Yeah. I don't consent. Thanks very much. Hour two the way. They're going to pick your kid up and they're going to put him in a home. I don't have a kid. Got a vasectomy. Yeah, I Not know. See? <laughs> it's, it makes it a lot easier sure when you don't have to confront You're the damn problem. Damn right doesn't it does. More on the way. 800 259 9231. And you don't have to let them take your kid. Keep your door closed. Don't answer it. Don't talk to them. Hour two spells. Don't get the kid when it's they walk out the door.
8: door. <laughs> you ever have one of those days where everything goes right?
1: This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into hour number two of the program. You can bring up whatever you want if you dial in toll-free to 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Last hour, one of our callers opened up the Pandora's box by mentioning abortion, and inevitably it got into a heated. Conversation between some of the hosts here. Now, of course, the calls are rolling in. So we go to your phone calls about whatever you want. Welcome it's, to Radio Hell. It's Abel <laughs> calling from New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live, Abel.
9: Hey gentlemen, how are you doing tonight? What's on your mind, David? Hey man, I just first of all I wanted to say, you know, I'm a member of the Free State Project. I joined back in O two. Super. I didn't move here until just now. But you know, freaking I love it up here. I love the show. But, you know, I wanted to bring up this whole abortion thing, you know. It's like one of those friggin', you're always talking about the third ray of
6: politics
9: or whatever. And, you know, this is probably one of them if you really want to friggin', you know, if you really want to get down to it. But, you know, I have no problem with abortion per se. You know, I I don't think I'd like my child being aborted. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I have no problem with, you know, with it being done necessarily. You know, I think that we should be, you know, up front about it and... You know, not not lie to ourselves and say, "Hey, it's a medical." You know, it is a medical procedure, but you're also killing something. It's alive, you know, whether it's a parasite at the time or not. Mm-hmm. You're still killing it, you know. Yeah, and so you know, just to be upfront about it. Yeah, I'm kill. I'm, you know, I'm killing something here. You know. It's- not such a big deal. I don't I
3: think anyone here but... had denied
1: that. Uh, <laughs> right. that something My is dying. stance on
3: this is that it's the ending of a human life. I just uh, think that you know that we've tried uh, abortion uh, prohibition in the past and it failed, and I don't think that you know I don't think that justifies murder. However, um, that human life is sort of. Parasitically um, living off of another person, and I don't think just because I left my door open in my house and a homeless guy and the the chance that a homeless guy could walk in that I shouldn't be able to kick his butt out.
1: Right. Also, disconnecting the uh, child isn't the actual killing of the child; it's the killing of the child that is. However, they do it, I don't know exactly what they do. They got different ways. I'm of the
3: opinion that if if they you know, take the child out, set and it on it can a counter. live well yeah. no, I, I don't I think that's a little
0: well they, pushy. Either, they either suck it out or cut it out, and then they have to count all the body parts on the table to make sure they got them all, it's yeah, disgusting. all. It's, to... it is disgusting <laughs> well
3: you know and and I think that this is really the failure sort of of the anti abortion crowd is. You know what they're not doing is they're they're not standing out in front of Planned Parenthood and offering money to these young women to. They're
1: holding signs and yelling.
3: Right, they're holding signs of uh, dismembered fetuses. It's disgusting. Well, this- Offer money to these women to have their kids, and then you can and, and then the kids can be. I, I'm sorry to say, sold to people who want them. Um, and, and there's a
0: huge market for people that want kids. That's right. A lot of Americans who can't have kids are going to China and Russia. To get kids they know nothing about with their backgrounds. I know people that have adopted from Russia, and the girl is autistic that they, that they adopted, as it turns out. But if, if they had more people who would just have the babies and then give them up for adoption, there is a huge market for that. There's no question.
1: Yeah, I don't think that, I mean, personally, I don't find the idea of abortion a particularly attractive one. I just think that there's situations where it's something that should be done if that's not what you're looking for in your life at that moment. You made a mistake or whatever, and you need to go and do that. You certainly shouldn't end up in a jail cell as a result of it, which is also what these anti-abortion activists would have done if they could get their way, is to start putting moms in jail cells and doctors in jail cells, which, of course, only ends up meaning that the abortion market will go, underground, it'll turn into a black market and then abortions will still go on. It'll just be like prohibition-style abortion, back-alley coat hanger stuff, really dangerous gangsters giving abortions instead of uh, real doctors.
0: Or people go to foreign countries.
1: There is no way to... Uh, d- there's no way to have the abortion issue, whatever it is that happens with it, satisfy everybody. There's no way to do it, because whatever the situation is, whether it's outlawed or whether it's legal, there's always going to be a group of people that's very, very upset about it. And to those people, I say, if, you're, if abortion is legal and you're upset about it, you go live in your your own little community where you can outlaw abortion and keep the kind of people out that you want to keep out. You go move together, all you anti-abortion people, and live together, and then you then you won't have any issues anymore, right? Except well, when your kids get knocked I, up. And
3: I, I think that I think that your uh, your uh, suggestion stinks, and people aren't going to do it. Um, well, then they're just going to have to live with being angry all their lives. Then well, no, get over no, it. They could make the positive step that I just recommended. Okay, that's true. They, they could, could do go that, s- but it won't
1: stop all the abortions. It won't Mark. stop all of them. Well, but that's what they a, want, Mark. It's Jesus. You're, you're making Jesus cry by having abortions, and they don't want Jesus You're to making cry. Jesus cry by not using your hard-earned money to save these kids. I see what you're saying, Mark, but what if they don't want the money? What if they just want to have the abortion? Look, what if there's not I'm enough sorry. money? What if I'm sorry. I'm of the enough. opinion
3: that everything in this world is for sale. Now, it well, might be a jaded,
1: enough. jaded
3: opinion, but... The fact is, some girl going in to get an abortion, her baby is worth something to, you know, I mean, the, the going going through term would be worth something to her. And, you know, you might be talking about somebody who could die from a, a tubal pregnancy or something, but the vast majority of uh, um, anti-abortion adherents out there, they're not going to say that the mother should die um, in childbirth.
0: You know, it's one of those issues that that's sharply divided the public. It's another one of those divide-and-conquer type issues when it absolutely is it's it's such a non-issue really
3: in american life when you vote on your politician as to whether or not they're abortion or not
0: right a non-abortion that's the only issue that's important it's crazy it's stupid
10: you know nine
9: times out of ten gentlemen it's 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 a religious issue for most people they look at what the what their holy book says Mm -hmm. and then they vote that way you know there's nothing in the bible but but abortion Mm yeah yeah you know but you know on the lighter side, you know, to kind of get away from the really deep, serious conversation uh i like to I like to like troll through the internet occasionally and look for instances where the free market is doing something that's really way out there and borderline illegal, but you know the the fact that it's the market you know and and it's somebody acting freely within the market is just really cool to me you know
6: mm-hmm. like what?
9: and uh well, I actually found this this dude on eBay today, all right he's actually offering. To, he, first of all, he says he's a he's a liberal and he's like you know, way out there. And you know, he says if you want to shut him up, you can actually you can actually uh, pay to have his mouth sewn shut for a week.
6: Dang, it's, that's it's original. Crazy.
9: It is absolutely insane. But it's cool because it's happening within the market and the market's acting freely in that case and it's it's just cool to see happen, you know?
1: Yeah, I think that's fantastic. So, I think people should be able to sell whatever sort of disfigurements they want to do to their body and take the highest bid. I hope he cashes in. Thanks for the call. We yeah, appreciate hey. hearing from you. 800-259- is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. So, it's, uh, you know, abortion's never going to go away. Sorry to tell all you anti-abortion folks that, but it's just like any other prohibition. You can't Get rid of these things as long as there's a market demand. I think, Mark, your your suggestion is probably the best, I think, that's ever come across on, on this issue, to, to suggest that people raise money and literally buy these folks out, buy the people that want to have abortions out. Yeah, I,
3: that, that's my opinion, and uh, I would like to also point out that abortions are sexist. Um, the, the fact is, my decision as a male ends at the moment of ejaculation. That's right. And a, and, woman's, and a woman's uh, moment of decision get into this one again? ends uh, four and a half months later. Can't well, can we just
0: talk about the sto penis?
1: Yeah, well, you know, it should be that way, Mark, because that's biology for you. You made the decision to have sex with her, and you know what the consequences could be.
3: And then so I, I how come she gets to make the decision as to so whether or not woman. she's going to care and pay for a child she's four and woman. a half months uh, after she's the one with I the big, get to make that decision? She's the
1: one with the little beast in her belly. She's well, the one that has if to carry she wants the
3: – If she wants to keep the child, that's fine and dandy. Mm-hmm. I should be able to absolve all my parental um, and paternal rights to that child in sort of a quote-unquote legal abortion. I'm, I'm just sort of using the terminology. You mean if you don't want
1: to raise the kid, if, if she I don't does?
3: To, right. If I don't want to raise that child and I don't want I'll to pay for that child, that then I should be able to sign away all rights and responsibilities in one stroke of the pen. Okay. I
6: would
1: agree with you on that one. Sure. Yeah. That's Eight, why it's sexist. 800-259-9231 Because is she
3: just, can make the decision, and some uh, judge is going to send a bunch of goons after me.
1: 800-259-9231. We continue here with your calls, and we talk to Dave in Montana. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dave.
11: Yeah, hey, I feel uh, abortion kind of is a clandestine, modern-day human sacrifice laid at the altar of medicine in the Church of Insurance. But other than that. You
0: do that, hate insurance companies, don't you, Dave? <laughs> hey, they,
11: them insurance companies is a whole nother government form of government, man. And you we're No, it's what not that, really. It's well, not it's really. Dave, that's we'll come back to you. Perfect. Hang on. Hang on, that's Dave. We're
1: going to bring you back. 800-259-9231. They're tied in with government, but it's not a government agency.
0: AIG is
1: now. More, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good point. Touche. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up what you want. Just dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features, they're free. So enjoy those, including the archives. We've got an entire year's worth of the show right there on the front page of the website. All you need to do is click and download. They're totally free for you at freetalklive.com.
3: I've been taking DexC20 for, I don't know, six, seven weeks now, and I've lost more than five pounds. It's uh, working for me. I recommend it for you. It, uh, it causes me to, well, my appetite to be suppressed to some extent, and... You know, I'm just not eating as much as I used to. You can get uh, C 20 at Walgreens, CVS, uh, GNC. It doesn't give you any of those weird jitters that uh, many of the diet pills do. Or you can go to diet.freetalklive.com. That's diet.freetalklive.com.
1: We continue with your phone calls about what you want. Dave is still on the line from Montana. You're back on Free Talk Live. Go ahead with your thoughts, Dave.
11: Hey, hey, Mark, uh, real quick. My rule about a diet, Yeah. if uh, you eat like a horse, you're you going like. get as big as a horse. There it's, you go.
0: It's a true statement.
11: <laughs> but you got to work like a horse if you're going to eat like a horse. That's what it is. Yes, and sir. Then you'll give it. But uh, real quick on uh, the insurance. The insurance, it's funny that the insurance needs insurance, and we've been elected to beat our insurance company and bail them out. I yeah. think we should tell them it's not according to our policy, the Constitution, <laughs> that we bail you out.
6: Isn't it sorry, interesting?
11: And you go, don't get uh, pay raises, and your uh, little policy, uh, your uh, at the end of the year raise there. And th- and now abortion. I think the only way we're gonna kind of like put a dent in abortion or bring it down to a minimum abortion. It takes two people to create. If we live in a truly equal world, you mentioned that the the woman, it's her body. If I, 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 I can't throw a woman down and put a baby into it. That's against the law of what gives her the right to reach. Just because she was deemed a doorway into this existence doesn't give her the right to reach within and kill.
1: Well, I have to disagree because with you on that. It,
11: it comes down to ideology versus family. We can't allow ideology or a nationalistic ideology or anything like that to rule... family
6: Hmm.
11: and the family is to preserve life if that family wants to kill like the the crazy arabs just because their daughter went out and held hands or some i don't know why they want to kill that that's not preserving life so i think it comes down to and and just like the nazis they they put ideology over family
1: hey i put ideology over family my family thinks I'm crazy, so well, you know, well, not see, interested I, in and them. And
11: then you have different cultures. See, and, co- and now we're we're coming into freedom of religion, because this, uh, in America, you have freedom of religion, and in in religion, you have there's a a reverence for family. It's part of religion in okay. a lot of religions. You know, in yep. mo- some not religions, mine. they worship their ancestors.
1: Sure, right? they do. silliness. And
11: so. We have to have a law that considers freedom of religion in this. If a father wants to preserve the life of his grandchild, I think he should be protected. Can't agree with you because, look, if you want to have advantage of a young girl in emotional distress, because you're thinking of the bad thing right away, or the father's going to beat her up. No, there Dave, are situations a like father, that. Father, and he wants to have his grandchild and raise it. It's not his daughter.
1: grandchild. Look, Dave. Thanks for the call tonight. I Appreciate same. it, man. But look, it's not. I understand that grandparents or or, or parents, whatever, really want to have their kids have kids because there's some sort of thing about having grandkids for some parents. But they're not your kids, and they're not your grandkids. It's the the body belongs to the woman, and she gets to choose for herself what to do with herself if she wants to slit her throat while she's got a baby in her belly well there's not much you can do about that then is there
0: you know it's interesting though how people who were a lot of people i know who are pro-abortion say that but yet they they also but then they don't believe that that the money you earn is yours and you have a right to keep it. Well, I'm not most of those people.
1: I think that uh, I am in favor of the individual's right to to decide for themselves what to do with their body and if you don't like their decision then you can ostracize them or do what Mark suggested and come up with some money to bribe them to behave in the way that you want them to. Don't tell me that you think that that's your grandchild sitting in someone else's belly. Sorry, it's not. And if you want someone to go through and do those things, if you want your kids to go through with it, then you You have to be persuasive. That's what you have to do. Don't go and go to the government and pass some law that's going to threaten people with violence, uh, threaten them with harm, if they decide to go and do something you disagree with. 1-800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Gene, the Christian anarchist on the amp line.
12: Hey, Ian, I love you like a brother, but I'm here to rip you a new one.
1: All right, go ahead. (laughs) Are
12: you... For your inconsistency.
1: Yeah.
12: You What's are, that? So, you're, and normally you're very consistent on all liberty issues and yeah? all of the uh, issues, but this one you are terribly inconsistent How is that? because you just got through saying that you are killing an object. object. You claim to have a nonviolent theory or whatever belief, a belief system that does not believe in initiating force on others. That's right. Yes, other other said, people,
1: I don't consider some sort of right. parasite another person. Nope. It hasn't even seen you do before. DNA,
12: you, no, science will tell you, you do the DNA on that fetus, it is human. It I don't really care DNA. what science has to it's say. It's a human life. I, hey, it's you a parasite. It's, it's a human, human
1: parasite, Gene. It will not DNA. die without the assistance of its mother. You, you or it cannot, will not stay no, alive, right? you rather. can't
12: tell me that it's not human.
1: I don't care if it is human. Just it's a human parasite. Okay. And it's oh, unwanted. Get out
12: because, because it needs somebody else's uh That's right. It uh, does. effort to stay alive. And there so is no obligation,
1: Gene, no. on my part to provide with uh let's, to provide it with those things it needs to stay alive. None whatsoever.
12: Hold it now. Go so ahead. you're saying that somebody who is extremely retarded so that they cannot possibly live without the uh uh Assistance of another human being. That person is not a human being and deserves to die if there's no one willing to keep it alive. Is that what you're telling me?
1: If there's no one willing to keep you alive, you're going to die. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, Gene. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm not saying I think people should be no, leaving you're, babies you're in advocating bath- that. No, sir, I'm Wrong. not advocating it. You are it.
12: advocating it. No, I'm advocating not. advocating the killing of a human being because nobody wants it. That's it's the not same killing thing someone if you let someone die, Gene. Person, and, 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 Gene, no, if, if, it's not that nobody wants person, it, Gene
3: it's not that nobody wants it people do want well, that's that child true. There are and the,
12: thousands of people waiting for
3: him right and and i think that and i really do believe that this is the, a, a huge failing of the the religious people that believe strongly in this issue and it's mostly religious people um, is is not getting a whole not setting up an or not getting involved with planned parenthood or uh, you know talking to these women before they come into planned parenthood getting involved with these women instead of treating them like pariahs and ostracizing the crap out of them and, and and, and disgusting them with yucky pictures, um, they should, you know, talk to them, understand their situation, offer to take care of them while they're pregnant, offer to give them
6: no, a no.
12: scholarship Ian very, afterwards. Ian is very strict. He is very, uh, promotes the idea of ostracism all the time now in society where. It just doesn't work here. Uh, abortion. Abortion is not popular. Those people who do perform abortions would be ostracized, which is why, okay. in the old days. I want to let you come back. Hang on, Gene.
1: I'll let you you continue the thoughts here in moments. More on the way you can take control in. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free. But if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up what you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features, they are free. So enjoy those on us, and they include the updates. You get signed up, and we'll let you know whenever there's something fresh to announce about Free Talk Live. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list. That's updates.freetalklive.com. And uh, you also need to know about WebEx. If you want to travel less, that is, and meet online, save yourself some money and also save some time. Try WebEx free. Go to WebEx.com and enter the promo code 600 to start your free trial of WebEx. That's WebEx, W-E-B-E-X.com. Promo code is 600, and that allows you to start your free trial of WebEx today. As we continue with your phone calls about what you want, Gene, the Christian anarchist, attempting to rake me over the coals, calling me out as unprincipled and inconsistent, but I have to disagree, Gene. But go ahead with your thoughts, sir. I want to make sure you had a chance.
12: You can disagree, you can disagree, but the listeners are obviously aware of the fact that you are inconsistent. You're I'm sure the listeners violence. that agree
1: with you uh, are agreeing with you, and the listeners no. that agree think, with me are agreeing with me. I think this me. is a really any, tough any, issue, Gene. It's um, it is. it, any,
12: anybody who I'm would. Add- advocating eviction
1: gene i'm advocating I, eviction I'm, not abortion
12: and and i advocate and i'm saying that what you're talking about is violence you're initiating violence and you cannot deny How is that how's that
1: violence if you're taking a fetus violence out and you're putting killing. it down I'm not going you're to kill the fetus. It. I'm just going to remove it from its little home and then put it somewhere nope. else. It's being evicted. No
12: no abortions are performed that way. They use a suction method. I'm and not talking a about the abortion
1: Let's take it out and then just put it down. How about that? Would that be so okay you're with you, Gene?
12: About a surgi- you're talking about a surgical procedure then. All right, let's but move on then, Gene.
1: The... How about actually the, uh, the youngster has the baby, let's say a young girl has the baby, and then puts it in a garbage can somewhere. How about that?
12: That's, uh, murder. You know, that's, no, that's not murder. Her baby.
1: That's not murder. That's just abandonment. It's not murder to murder a baby? Well, it's neglect. It's just abandoning oh. something you don't want anymore. You don't have an obligation. You may have a social sort of uh, generally... Ob- well, you're not, right. Like, people may expect you die. to take care of the baby, but you don't have a real obligation to take care of the baby. It may be the right thing to do. It may be the thing that most people do, but... If you were in the uh living in caves as uh, an early man and you had a baby and you didn't know what to do with it or how to take care of it or whatever or you for whatever reason didn't want to no one would know if you just left it in the forest somewhere and again I'm not saying okay, it's now, the right thing to do but it's not murder Hold on
12: you're you're right that if you just abandon it it's not murder that's that's you're correct that's abandonment but if you kill it of course then it's murder but uh I was assuming that if you abandon it, it's going to die. But somebody could pick it up and save save its life. But I'm saying that the best solution to this problem is something that you always bring up all the time, and that is um, ostracism, because that's the way it was when I was young. Ostracism's not abortion, effective in
3: this case, though, Gene. Um, I mean, it may, used to be. It, it, may, maybe it, it used it did, to be quite effective. Ten percent of the population maybe might be concerned about this issue. Let's go crazy and go 15, 20. You can't well, effectively ostracize somebody 20%. Abortion.
12: Nobody's claiming that it'll end abortion. We. I think we can all agree that abortion will never end. It's yep. it's here to stay, and it's never going to go away. Now, with that, I agree with Ian 100%. But that doesn't mean that it's right. No more murder no right. is not going to go away. certainly wouldn't get me to right. No is going to go away.
0: Yeah, I don't but agree with
12: ostracism. It either. Is the, ostracism is the correct method to deal with abortion not laws i'm not advocating anybody pass laws about abortion but i am pointing out that inflicting violence against a helpless child is inconsistent. It's not with a child, Gene. Physician. It's a
1: zygote. It is a fetus. It, d- it depends where it is in the development. It is a zygote. It yeah. is a fetus. It is a uh, it is Nobody a parasite. aborts it as a zygote. Are There's f- no one who aborts
3: a zygote. Are you familiar with a uh, a partial birth, birth abortion? You know what that is, Ian?
1: What's that? Th- the last trimester or something yeah, like it's that? It's yeah.
3: it's in there. Um, you know, it's where the baby is partially born. Yeah. and then
1: they like chop its head off. That's what I'm saying. Just leave it. Al- just leave it alone. Let it die on its own. Then you're not killing right? But that's it, right? not what happens. That's okay. What happens. Well, I'm not a doctor, okay? So you can take that up with the doctors then. It's not my issue. Okay. Science well, hasn't I, caught up with the...
3: With, uh, science hasn't caught up with this particular situation. There will be some time in the relatively near future, likely within uh, at least Ian's lifetime, when a, a baby that's very, very, very young in the uh, gestation process will be able to be removed from the mother and therefore and, and live on its own. And that's when we can really talk about this issue as to whether or not killing the child is you know totally and, and wrong. And that
12: would be great. But I know medical personnel. I have medical personnel in my family. Dr. Ron Paul is a medical personnel who's delivered over 4,000 babies. Most medical doctors are going to tell you that abortion is killing a human life. There are a few out there that are going to say, oh, no, no, it's not a human life. But you're not going to find too many medical doctors who are, I would say, are experts in their field and, you know, because after all, they went through four years of medical school and three or four years of residency. I would consider that an expert in the field of medicine.
1: I see where you're coming from, Gene, and I'm not saying it's not something that... I see where you're coming from, and I thank you for the call. I'm not saying it's something that women don't struggle with. I'm not saying it's not killing. If you are killing something, clearly you're killing something, but I think that a woman who has a parasite attached to her, whether it's a flea, a tick, or a fetus, has the ability and the right to control anything that is sucking off of her, uh, her, her body.
3: I think a tick's a very good example. As a matter of <laughs> fact, I've walked through the woods before and I've not gotten ticks. And I've walked through the woods before and gotten ticks. I've had sex before and not gotten a girl pregnant. I I don't think I've ever had sex with a woman and gotten her pregnant, Uh, but you know it's
0: it's it's an apt analogy. It's her parasite; she gets to decide what to do. Should I be
3: responsible for my actions of walking through the forest and take that tick to term?
0: Well, you know something I got to tell you: when I was single, I was single for (laughs) a while. Human, Mark. (laughs) I was single for a while, and I was always I always tried to be responsible. And if I met a girl, you know, and and I just didn't feel like she was right for me long term, I always looked at, at. even though she might have been totally hot, and I was totally into it, mm-hmm. I, I, this little man would be on my shoulder saying, she's trouble, get away. And, and, and You I didn't would... have sex with the girls that you didn't have long-term plans with? I didn't. I, I Answer did... the question. No. <laughs> well, well. later on in life, earlier on, I had, I had a few lessons I had learned there, but, and I was careful. But I mean, as I got older, especially in my 30s, I was very careful about who I got involved with. Because I never wanted to have a child with, with some bimbo you know, who I didn't really care about or get along with. It's good advice, young man. And I wonder how Gene would feel about the morning after pill. He's not here to answer it, unfortunately. 800
1: 259 is the number. We talked to Paula in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Paula. Paula, Florida, going once. Paula in Florida, going twice. All right, 9231. the final question on this issue comes in uh someone says well let's say i have a 15 year old daughter she comes home knocked up and doesn't tell me she's pregnant so the next day just she decides to go and get an abortion and doesn't tell me about it should i be forced to pay for her abortion how is a 15 year old going to pay for an abortion when it's a subsidized operation especially when it's legal and how is that fair of course you shouldn't be forced to pay for her abortion. It's her damned abortion. She should have to pay for it or, you know, accept some sort of uh, free abortion from right. like a Planned Parenthood. Or I'm
3: something. sure that some organization would, out, would go out there and give her an abortion scholarship yeah. just because they seem to be so Darn happy about abortions. And, and you know that if disgusting. all
1: the, if the these partial birth abortions that you described I don't Mark, know how they many sound, of them actually they happen sound in the United disgusting, States disgusting. They sound awful. But if all of a sudden every doctor who was doing a partial birth abortion decided to do a partial birth eviction and take the baby out and then just set it set it down somewhere. I don't know what that Okay, partial labor, I suppose. If they took the baby out and they set it down somewhere and just let it die on its own from starvation Don't you think
3: that they should but here's the problem with that? Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Here's the question Is if I take you and lock you in a room and I don't give you any food or water, have I murdered you until you die? Um have I murdered you?
1: Yes, because you did something. So that doctor setting that
3: um that child on the counter and not Allowing people to come in. You did that and against my
1: that, will. The child is not, it has no will. It doesn't. The child has no, no it will. It doesn't know anything. You, it, it, it has no experience. Is, you clearly
3: haven't uh, been around a baby before because they will ball their head off when they don't get food. That child yeah. has will, my friend, and I should be allowed to go in there and save that child if, that's the, if, if it's scientifically possible. See, it's the same as me locking you in
1: a room. Yeah, I don't think that's the you same. Die. That's not the same. Oh, you're trying to make analogies here.
3: Let's stick with the analogy. Five nine ninety
1: 9231 is the number. You take control and bring up anything. It's free talk lot. This is Free Talk Live, and it's your show, and you can bring up what you want if you dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features, they're free, so enjoy those on us and they include live streams. We've got a broadband version and a dial-up version as well as a webcam all over at listen.freetalklive.com. You can tune in online there. And again, is listen.freetalklive.com. You want to help Free Talk Live? Uh, maybe get on more radio stations around the country or possibly get new internet listeners on board. You can learn how over at promote.freetalklive.com. Almost everything there is totally free. There are a few low-cost options, various different ways to help get Free Talk Live into new ears. Just go to promote.freetalklive.com freetalklive.com. As we continue with your calls, we talk to Andy in Michigan. You're on Freetalk Live. Hello, Andy. Andy. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
10: Uh, I just uh, was thinking about what you were saying. I I was listening to an old archive from the end of uh, April. Okay. And it was, I think it was like the second time you guys had Sam on about his visits to the courtroom and stuff like that. And after that, you had mentioned this. You know, governments are found on the, founded on the consent of the governed.
1: That's what they claim.
10: Well, how is that possible?
1: Well, that's the, that's just what they claim. It's what their founding documents say. It's just a lie.
10: Let me put it this way. Do you remember what uh, Ayn Rand said about collectivism? or Not not collectivism. Never. Like, re- I've read
1: uh, Anthem, but that was back in high school. I've never really about read cont- anything
10: else. About contradictions.
1: No. What was it?
10: I'll paraphrase, I don't know exactly, but she said a, contra- a contradiction cannot exist. If you think you have a contradiction, check your premises. One of them is most likely flawed.
1: Okay, so what are you getting at?
10: Well, it, it doesn't the very definition of the word governed pretty much rule out consent?
1: Sure. Uh, to govern means to control. Yes, uh, generally it does, because generally government means uh, by so coercion. Would,
10: wouldn't, you, wouldn't you agree, then, that the phrase consent of the governed would be a contradiction?
1: Well, I don't know. If we're going to look up dictionary so that, definitions, then, I can look it if up you, for you. If
10: you look back at that, then if, if governments are supposed are founded, as they say, in the consent of the governed, then isn't government really founded in a false premise?
3: Well, it's um, if you look at what they say, and um, you know that one particular statement, when taken on its own, does sound contradictory. But when you look at these founding documents, the vast majority of them uh, uh, advocate a democratic electing of uh, you know uh, representatives. Supposedly, these, this terminology, this uh, this PR speak, representative, and at that point, the the govern becomes this collective term. Do you understand?
10: Uh, I suppose I understand the concept, but, I've, and then this goes back to, to Ian's, the large part of Ian's the whole argument of life, is that, you know, what if I don't consent? Then you're not representing me.
6: Hey,
3: I'm and not saying, saying that they're the uh, naming of, their... Uh...
10: The, the concept of individual sovereignty is destroyed by the very system that they implement to promote individual sovereignty.
3: D- Democracy is a tyranny of the majority and uh, you know the sooner we all recognize that the um... Well,
10: you know, Benjamin Franklin said, you know, a republic, ma'am, if you can keep it.
0: That's right. Yeah. I and and, and and we didn't. We
10: di- we didn't we didn't assist, keep this it is a day. A this, this whole pre, they don't even make a pretense of individual sovereignty. You know, when's the last the, time the, you, you know, heard those two words pieced together in the mainstream media? Not the, ever. The, 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 Constitution <laughs> was,
3: the Constitution was ratified by ten states before it became the law of the land. How in the world can you have a republic um, if you can keep it, ma'am? Uh, you know that that terminology. How can you have that when the Constitution was forced upon three states?
1: The entire idea is void. I thank you for the call tonight, Andy. Appreciate A lot of uh, car noise in the background. Yes. Runner. Roll up your windows when you call the show, if you yeah. can. 800-259-9231 is could the be number. here. could sweltering
3: hot in Michigan uh, now, tonight.
1: the definition of govern, I mean, since we're talking about definitions here, according to uh, Dictionary.com, to rule over by right of authority... Uh, as in to govern a nation. Two, to exercise a directing or restraining influence over, to guide. Three, to hold in check and to control. So govern doesn't always have to do with... Uh, with coercion, it's just that government generally does have to do with coercion. So the term government typically is aligned with uh, coercion, and there has never really been an example where it hasn't been. But that said, this particular coercive entity, this group of men and women calling themselves government, likes to claim that they're only they're only doing it by consent. You guys all agreed to this stuff, right? It's a social contract or whatever, and so. It's their claim, that's all. I'm just saying that's what they say. I'm not saying that because they say it, it means it's true. I don't think. I don't know what the truth is. I don't know if you can really withdraw consent from government. I don't think you can. They certainly want to make it seem like you can't. I think that if we have enough people withdraw consent, then they'll have to allow you to, to break away from it. They'll have to ignore you. Otherwise, they'll just have to put you in jail cells, and it'll cost them more, and they don't want to
0: incur those sorts of costs. So. But see, in collective, in a collectivist society, there is no consent. The state is the all-powerful.
1: But the suggestion, uh, Wayne, is that you consent by your continued allowance of them ruling over you. That you consent every single time you pay a speeding ticket. You consent every time you apply for a permit, every time you register something with the government, every time you, uh, ap- again, apply, register, and there's another term, uh, submit. Uh, every time you do these things to them, uh, with the government, it's you consenting to their system. Now, again... I don't know if that's really true, because certainly there have been people who have not consented, who've made it very explicit, and they've been thrown in jail cells or harmed in in some way.
0: So there is no real way, no official way to withdraw your consent except to move to another country.
1: But then they're going to claim you've consented to the other government there. So no one really is consenting to these people. They're just doing it because they don't want to get hurt. So when a a, uh, robber sticks a gun in your face and says your life or your money, you aren't consenting when you hand over your money. You're just doing it to preserve your life you've been put in a, a situation that you'd rather not have been put in, but you had to make a choice at that point. And so everyone makes these choices when it comes to government. It's just that most people choose to go along with it because it's just easier to pay the ticket and get those mean goons to leave you alone than it is to to, uh, to stand up for, you, for what you might believe in.
0: You know, uh, America has pretty much ridden along on all of the um, wealth and all the success because before we were a collectivist society, Uh, America was actually um, measured in terms of what government couldn't do rather than what government could do for you. And when it was that way, people came here from all over the world to make a better life for themselves. Now I think you'll find that fewer people are doing that. And in in coming years, if, if this police state thing keeps going on, you'll have people leaving, more people leaving than coming in, like you have in other countries.
1: I still believe that there is something to the claim that consent is a factor because if enough people stopped stopped consenting, something would change, right? If enough people didn't pay property tax, if enough people smoked marijuana in public, if enough people fill in the blank of whatever law you think should be disobeyed uh, and made an issue of, if enough people broke that law, then the government is impotent to do anything about it. Well, the people would be taking
0: their power back. In in mass, because right now you have collectivists who have seized uh, certain key positions of power in our society, and therefore they wield it over other people, like a spike club. So if enough people were to withdraw their consent, that would be, in a sense, grabbing power, because there'd be too many people withdrawing consent versus the people that are in control.
1: So then that is essential. What you are saying, then, is that consent is a factor, but it's no guarantee. So if you say, I withdraw my consent, it's no guarantee that all of a sudden the government's
0: going to leave you alone. They may very well throw you in a jail cell. But if enough people were to withdraw consent, then you'd have a... Um, it's curtains for them. It's curtains, at that point. exactly. Then they have no power... Which is why I'm
1: constantly advocating the non-cooperative methods, uh, which is why I think that market-based activism, creating uh, market-based alternatives to government for people to transition over to, to say, instead of having the government fix the roads, have some sort of private organization fix the roads. I'd rather take a couple hundred bucks out of my the the amount that I pay for property taxes every year and give it to a private organization that's doing the job better. I'd remove that consent in a uh, microsecond if I had the opportunity to, but the problem is because the government has taken over so many different areas, education for the most part, road repair, fire, water service, things like that, because the government has taken these areas over, it's not a very good... I don't think many business uh, people will see that as a good investment because, well, the government already has all of these customers. It's already got all this revenue. Why would somebody want to pay my company to go and fix these road holes when they've already yeah. been paying the government to do those things? I think it's something that could actually end up happening here in New Hampshire because of the concentration of people who would be willing to step out and go ahead and pay those well, alternate organizations. Not just that, but
3: I was sitting in the, uh, the fire department meeting last night, mm-hmm. and the, the same issue really resides with the volunteer fire department where the the, the you know the town government gives, you know, it's hundred thousand dollars to buy each one of these engines. Um, you know, for somebody to come up and compete, it would be it would be largely impossible for them to compete. But it's really about the funding. If you can go towards, you know, to go to the government and try to cut out the root, the
0: funding, that would that would essentially put the fire department out on its own. Well, like Bastier once said, that competition is merely the absence of oppression.
1: Hour number three is on the way. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. this is Free Talk Live. We're launching into hour three of the program, and you can bring up anything if you dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Still to come, we'll talk national service, and if we get a chance, Wayne's got an update on the baggy pants bands that we've been hearing so much about. But first, we go to your calls. Jess is on the line, and new jersey you're on free talk live hello jess
8: hey uh mark you remember i called last week telling you i wasn't going to sign up for the free state project right
1: um I you weren't or you were the free state project yes
8: it wasn't because of uh not being sure that i could commit you know okay uh well you know there there happened to be an incident here in new jersey uh this yesterday actually and uh it ended up resulting in my wife saying that she was willing to move there to New Hampshire
3: Wow, yeah. what so how what? many sign ups was that then? well, you and her
8: I, I haven't signed up I haven't signed up yet'cause I'm still kind of like in a little bit of a little bit of denial, maybe shock and I want to give I want to let it play out for a day. You know what I mean?
3: Well you've got uh, more than so. you've got a little less than well, you you don't have too many hours before uh the, the offer with Saint Jude's uh is over and we we no longer will give twenty five dollars in each of your names. That's to at Saint the Jude. end of Thursday though, right? Thursday at five PM. Oh, you said twenty
1: five dollars? It's gone up. Wow. So who who else is coming in here? I mean who's what I'm supposed to reveal names? Oh I don't know. I just I mean are they legit? I you're you're vetting yes. these people, right? Yes. They're not just emailing you saying, you oh, I'll throw it in
3: Okay, two people have uh, weighed in. One of uh, you know, both of whom I've have met in real life, okay. and uh, know them to be quite upstanding individuals.
1: So, what you're telling me, Mark, is that anybody that signs up between now and midnight tomorrow It's
3: Thursday at 5 p.m. is Thursday actually at 5 p.m. Yeah,
1: so less Eastern than 24 time. hours then. I think it's less than twelve, isn't it?
3: No. What? It's nine o'clock Eastern time right now. Apparently, my math. Uh, anyway, gene so isn't tomorrow,
1: working. tomorrow evening, five o'clock in the afternoon. If you haven't signed up for the Free State Project by then, we aren't going to give any more money to anything at that point. So, if you want to give twenty-five dollars of other people's money to the St. Jude Children's Hospital, then now would be the time to sign up, right? Right. All right. Well, at least now, between now and 5 p.m. tomorrow, so keep that in mind. What was the issue, uh, Jess, if I might ask, that uh, was that brought your wife on board all of a sudden?
8: Well, uh, you know, here in New Jersey, um, you basically have to uh, be be somebody who is somebody, or jump through hoops and hoops in order to get a gun. Right. Yes. Yes. I mean, I'm talking, you know, a handgun or a rifle. You're talking about...
3: That's not uh, going to get any better, James. What's that? That's not going to get any better.
8: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. I'm sure yeah, he knows. Yeah,
8: okay. It. Well, that, okay. But you got to go through a three-month waiting process and pay uh, 80 bucks or 65 yeah. and get fingerprinted and go to the state police and all this stuff. And so I'm like, you know, I'm in the middle of that right now. But uh, a couple days ago, I'm like, you know, I want to buy an air rifle. So I mm-hmm. go to buy an air rifle and... Coming to find out, I've got to do the same thing to get (laughs) an air gun permit.
6: Jeez, for a BB gun. Wow. I'm
8: like, okay, if I want to buy a BB gun, I've got to get fingerprinted and wait three months for the state police to
1: say yes. (laughs) You know? It's supposed to be a right.
0: Amazing. uh, Owning a gun is supposed to be a right.
1: Yeah, well, it's not a right Uh, if you have to ask
0: permission, is it? No, it isn't. That's what I mean. It doesn't mean anything anymore. So
1: it was the air rifle thing that uh, convinced your wife? Yeah, and the reason it did is because when
8: I found that out, I got really pissed, and yeah. I was like, you know, if we were in any other place besides this police state, a 16-year-old could buy a freaking air rifle totally without having to get fingerprinted by the state police, you know?
6: Do
0: you, do you have kids?
8: And so she got mad that I got mad, and I said, you know what? Do you think the founding fathers were mad when they revolted violently against tyranny? Mm-hmm. And she's like yeah, and I'm like, well, I want an air rifle, you know, and they could have made their own guns, and if I did that, I would be arrested for being a terrorist in this day and age. It's true. And she was like, I see your point, and I'm like, mm. okay, uh, you know, and not only that, but here we are, and I mean, I can't even, uh, I can't turn right at a red light here. You
1: know? You can't pump your own gas, either. Yeah, that's true. You can't. Not in New Jersey. Not in Oregon, either. It's too close to New York. It's just bad. Um, Uh, New Jersey is one of the uh, most corrupt... It's one of the most corrupt places in the country, and I'm glad that uh, whatever it takes, I'm glad your, your wife has come on board and you guys are going to sign up for the Free State and Project. And I'd like That's to exciting. point out,
3: Jess, um, you know, that well, he hasn't said that he's going to sign up for the oh, Free State I'm Project. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought he was. Right. And, and I'd like to point out that whatever has made you angry in New Jersey is not getting better. And no, hell no, neither is anything else in New Jersey. We might be able to stop, arrest, or turn around uh, the, the growth of government in New Hampshire if we get enough people to sign up and move here you're never, ever, ever going to do it in New Jersey. I don't care how many. No, I, there is no free that. state project to fix New Jersey.
1: Wait, you mean you're not surrounded by like-minded individuals there in New Jersey who believes the same as you do and also want to turn things around? That's not happening there?
6: Surprise, surprise.
1: Huh. How about that?
8: No, but I, I do plan on signing up um, with this new thing, although I'm sure my wife won't. And um, I guess one other thing that I wanted to bring up was – Alex in New Jersey is listening right now, from what I take. He's a senior in high school,
6: mm-hmm.
8: and you have the best opportunity in the world to get out of this police state, free of charge. You don't have a wife. You don't have a kid. You don't have any obligations.
6: Yeah.
8: Go to Keene State, Alex. Go to Plymouth State. Go somewhere in New Hampshire, you know?
6: Get
0: uh, the hell out yeah, as soon so as you while can. You're,
8: while you're young, please.
0: No. Yes. You know, Do you have kids? I
3: Yeah, I have a year and a half old.
0: So, but that's another good way to sell to the, to your wife is what kind of world do you want your son to grow up in? By
3: the way, he's a signer too.
0: He's when a he's signer. signer. If he
3: moves, he's a signer. As far as I'm concerned. That's Mark. You know, we need to talk <laughs> about
1: this. Thanks for the call, Jess, and and please consider signing up for the Free State Project. We hope to see you here in New Hampshire. Thanks again. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. A lot of listeners are very upset at you, Mark. Uh, there a discussions. single discussions. Well. There's a discussion oh, is thread on. a BBS? On. It's going on... But who actually, cares on, what they say on the no, BBS? No, it's not our BBS. It's the NHFree.com forum. John Connell is very upset at you, and uh, because apparently you got on the air on Saturday night with Gardner and started talking about... And you've talked about this when I've been on the air with you, so it's not like you're trying to hide it from me or anything. But uh, this whole idea that you should just sign the Free State Project Statement of Intent, if uh, you don't even really... I mean, if you just intend to move up and move back to your state, or... That's how know, I signed it? Like you're saying... You know, the baby wait, 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 wait. This Here's the, hold, hold on,
3: hold baby. on. I signed with that very intent. Am I, am so. I, should I, Should I now be kicked out?
0: You thought so. Yeah, I, time. S- I
3: see what you're that's saying. What I, Mark, that's what I did. I signed you're... with the very same intent. To move up and move back. Yeah, the, 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 I thought I, at the I, very least,
1: the only I let you way slide I have to, on that one. Right? Okay. we talked about this recently, and I let you slide on it. We discussed it on the air. You managed to convince me. Okay, fine. Let's I mean, make sure we worded... let's make
3: sure we frame this for the listeners because I don't think we necessarily have. I jumped in on you. Um, uh, people, uh, some people uh, do or don't disagree necessarily. Uh, there's sort of a paradigm, you know, a, a sliding scale as to how much one should be an activist and how much one should be committed. In signing up for the Free State Project. I believe it right. to be a statement of intent. It is. Now, if there is a libertarian state that pops up in the United States of America and, you would, uh, and, and you're a libertarian and you believe that you would move to that state at some point in the future... To me, that makes you qualified to sign up for the Free State Project. I'm I know that's not what ex- precisely the, the signing qualifications say. What I thought to myself is, Len, if there's a libertarian state and they actually are successful in making it a libertarian state, I'm going to move. And uh, you know, if, yeah. it's, if they don't manage to do it within five years and they do get their 20000 the most I have to do is show up for uh, two weeks, decide whether I like it there or not, and then I can always move back.
0: Sure, sure. So I, uh, I understand t-
1: what you're saying, Mark, and I actually went to bat for you uh, to defend what you were saying. But now that you're advocating babies being signed up for the Free State Project, I think you've gone off the deep end. Well, you, what are you, I, I
3: I don't understand. It's a person, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, you have to be able to sign the document yourself. You have to be able to understand what it is you're getting into in order to sign the document. But yeah, I suppose what, you could make a pretty
3: good argument for that. The document
1: I, says, "I hereby." i still do it. I hereby. My gosh. You know, people are really embarrassed by you on this, Mark. We're going to come back and discuss this in moments, 800-259-9231. They say you are watering down the Free State Project by doing this, and uh, we'll get, at the, get the details here in moments, 800-259-9231. I'll defend you to a point, and I understand what it is you're trying to do, and I'll explain that here in moments, but I think you've taken it way too far. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Just dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com, and the features include the bulletin board system. There is a lot of discussion going on on the BBS, over almost 400,000 posts, a lot to talk about, and it's all totally free. So go get interactive at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com.
3: You know, I love comic books. They're a fun nostalgia for adults, and they help kids to learn how to read. Right now, Free Talk Live listeners can get an autographed set of Freedom Force comics for only 12 bucks, shipping included. Check out the child-friendly superhero adventures of Bullet the Bullet, Man of War, Microwave, and Mentor, and the rest of the Freedom Force team at tinyurl.com slash freedomforce, or go to the Freedom Force uh, banner ad at freetalklive.com homepage. I've read these comics. They are great. Um, I... You know, I, I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it. I actually read the first one or two issues and wrote something off to the author, author real quick saying how much I really enjoyed them. They're fantastic. Cool. Um, yeah, they're they're done in a uh, uh, Jack Kirby style. I don't know if that means anything to you. Likely it doesn't. No, but, not a uh, darn thing. The, it, it, the, the, the stories are compelling, and I enjoyed them thoroughly.
1: Fantastic. All right, 800-259-9231. So I wanted to continue this discussion. We'll get back to your calls here, but wanted to make sure we had this um, made this crystal clear what's going on. We had, uh, we had this discussion a couple of days ago, and it was very brief, and it had to do with you advocating people sort of wishy-washily signing the Free State Project pledge because the pledge for the Free State Project, which is a project that is designed to get as many liberty-loving activists as possible to move to New Hampshire. It was originally designed with a target number of 20,000. Now, the target number is still there. It's still on the website. It's still something they're trying to reach. Though they have changed their goals, they are now encouraging people to move sooner rather than later instead of waiting for 20,000 to be reached and then moving. They're saying, just move now. If you can move now, move as soon as possible, as soon as you can move. So, uh, but the number is still there. That 20,000 mark is still there, and there are still thousands of people who signed up to say, I'll move once that number reaches 20,000 within five years from that point. Right. The statement of intent that people sign when they join the Free State Project says the following. I hereby state my solemn intent to move to the state of New Hampshire. Once there, I'll exert the fullest practical effort toward the creation of a society in which the maximum role of civil government is the protection of life, liberty, and property. And what you're saying, Mark, is that if somebody is just going to come up, move up, and test the waters out for a couple weeks and then decide they don't like it and move back – that would be enough in your mind to satisfy the statement of intent. And I gave that one to you a couple nights ago. I said, it was yeah. how
3: I signed up, and I've seen people move here. They did test the waters. They found out that they had a health issue with living in New Hampshire. They went back to the desert. Right.
1: And they completed their statement of intent because, again, it's not a – first of all, it's not even a promise to move. It's an intent to move. So you can have an intent to move, but then things could change in your life, and you could change your intent. And you see the difference – there is a difference between an intent and a promise. So it is kind of a wishy-washy sounding statement if you really want to nail it down. So I've been defending you to some extent in this conversation with these people that are that are calling you out as watering down the organization. Because I understand, I at least my interpretation of what you're trying to do, Mark, is that there's this big number, this 20,000 number, that has been sort of deemed as this all-important uh, milestone right. on it's, this route to the Free it, State it, Project. Right,
3: it defines either success or failure of the Free State Project.
1: Right, and so it seems like what you're trying to do, and to some extent I agree with this idea... That we we now know that twenty thousand isn't really necessary. Uh, Jason Sorens, we're the seeing founder, huge huge uh,
3: strides without
1: twenty thousand, with a few hundred movers so yeah. far. Uh, we even the the founder of the Free State Project, Jason Recorded Sorens, moves. he's the one that originally came up with the twenty thousand number, and it was based on his research. And he came out later. A few years later, after the the orig- you know after New Hampshire was chosen, and people had begun to move and he said that he 'd revised his numbers to where twelve thousand would be way more than enough in fact, even two thousand would be fantastic right. he
3: didn 't expect um, something he didn 't expect uh, super activists, activists. activists to the the extent that we have them here
1: right he expected you know maybe a letter to the editor from time to time, talking to some people and maybe voting, but we got the best of the best we got the most active, devoted. Principled, some of the most principled people here, and he, I guess he wasn't. Expecting Let's get into that. the issue. I mean,
0: well, Wayne has a oh, comment. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, I really like the fact that some people uh, who have come here choose to be non-participants, whereas others choose to get into the political system and and become a non statist non-collectivist type uh, person in office. So I, th- I think you have to attack it from all sides, and I think that's what's happening. Uh, I really don't care what people do when they get up here. It's none of my business.
1: So it wouldn't bother you, Wayne, if you found out, let's say, let's say... 5,000 of the 20,000 ended up being these people that just signed up because they had an intent to move, but then changed their intent, or maybe moved up for a week, decided that they didn't want to stay, and so they went back home. So technically, they still could sign up under the wording of the pledge. That wouldn't bother you at all. You wouldn't feel like you were uh, tricked into moving somewhere where not, you know, the other 19,999 people actually didn't end up showing up, only, let's say, 10 or 15,000 ended up showing up. If I were tricked, I'd know it by now.
0: Would you feel like you, you were uh, defrauded in some way? It's none of my business. The people can come up here and maybe not like it, or, or it's not for them, or they maybe aren't as committed as they thought they were. There's a million reasons why people don't stay here, but most of the people are staying here. This is a great place to live. I, I, look, I get up in the morning, I look around, and I, I smell the fresh air, and I'm so happy I'm here. It just seems
1: to me that uh, what you're trying to do, Mark, is
0: complete that number,
1: that 20,000 number, as soon as possible, right. whether and or not those 20,000 are actually going to move. I'm willing to concede
3: move. that uh, you know, signing up the baby because the baby can't make a consent is, is having gone too far. However, thank goodness, I'm going to, I'm going to um, with that little flower, I'm going to bring a sword. The, 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 least, uh, the least of the FSPs' problems is somebody signing up phantom babies. The problem that the FSP has is, well, quite frankly, the FSP members, they aren't going out and recruiting. They're not doing what it takes to get their friends on board. How many people have you gotten signed up personally in your own life without using the radio show, Ian? A number of them. Like, it's somewhere between a half dozen and a dozen. I've watched it happen. Yeah. Yeah. If everybody did that, it, 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 it would, we would be totally done. That's if true. each of them got one person to sign up and then those people got one person to sign up, we'd be done. Yeah, that's I came true. up with an idea. Now, grant I'll grant you that I've got a radio show, but I came up with an idea that it has resulted in – I'm going to claim credit for every um, Mm sign-up here uh, that's resulted this week, and not all of them could possibly be mine. But, you know, funny, the the biggest week they've had in years came when I came up with the idea of donating $5 to St. Jude's Hospital, and I got a few other people to do just that. The biggest problem the FSP has is FSP members that are sitting on their butts and complaining.
1: Yeah, I, I totally understand. I I I've, I've experienced I a not. great
3: deal um you know when <laughs> in the past well, I've had they to deal signed with. It. Up for.
1: I mean, they didn't sign up and agree to bring somebody else in, so It's not what they it's not what they did. They should be doing that.
3: Right. And and to to go after me for being perhaps a little too fast and loose. You know, I'm underst- calling
1: the kettle black is that- Yeah,
3: that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Get, you know what? Get up, get a few sign-ups and then come back and yell at me. You're right. I shouldn't have said that the baby's, uh, that to sign your baby up. However, I'm not, I'm not going to say that I wouldn't si- have signed Jack up if I had had him down mm. in Florida. I'm not going to say that I wouldn't.
1: Some would accuse you of uh, engaging in fraud. 800 has 259
3: Has anyone lost any money?
1: Exactly. It would seem to me that if you're signing up for something like this, you understand that there's a good chance a significant chunk of these people are going to forget they signed up or just disappear or change their intentions. Let's come back and discuss the fraud issue and take your calls. Free Talk Live.
5: This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com.
1: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want if you dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free. So enjoy them on us Again, freetalklive.com, and those features, they include the updates and the wiki and the archives, uh, so enjoy them all. Again, freetalklive.com. And the world's largest machine gun shoot and military gun show is coming up October 10th, 11th, and 12th at Knob Creek Gun Range. It's fun for the whole family with machine guns and flamethrowers for rent, helicopter rides, and 800 tables showcasing handguns, rifles, shotguns. And more. Opens at 9 a.m., $10 per person. KNOB, CreekRange.com. That's knob, CreekRange.com. So, just a few more comments here on the controversy that has been bubbling up over some of the things that Mark has been saying on the air about encouraging people to sign up for the Free State Project, even if they don't really intend to necessarily stay. Uh, to sign up, if they, uh, you know, if they might possibly move in the future, and I actually agree with your uh, well, what you're where you're coming from on m- much of this. and Let's I'm glad take you... it
3: to its logical extreme here. Let's say that tonight somebody sets up a computer program, a bot, or, or something, and I don't know that this is possible or not possible. I'm talking about in the, the science fiction world. Okay. Um, some computer program that will sign up, you know, X number of people, you know, a large number of people, so that the uh, the Free State Project is actually completed in one year. OK, let's let's say Poss- that's done. It's possible and that the vast majority of those people that have signed up in that amount of time are fictitious. They don't even exist. Not only can't they move, um, but they, they don't exist.
1: Is, so would effectively, that be, there are eight thousand people in the free state. Project.
3: Would that be good, bad or um, of no effect to the free state project?
1: Would it be good, bad, or of no effect to the Free State Project, to the organization? Uh,
3: to, to the Free State Project, to uh, Liberty in New Hampshire? I mean, you can you can
1: would pick be, any of these. It would be bad in that it's fraudulent. You are engaging in fraud in order to uh, reach the goal of the project. It would be good in that it would trigger the 20,000 point, and then you know a couple thousand people would probably move relatively soon to New Hampshire. Uh, so I don't think it would be of no effect. So uh,
3: it would be good um, for people to sign up. Uh, if you know for a bunch of fictitious names to get thrown out
1: but the uh, but someone will say and I think they've got a point and that is that those people signed up with the intention to move when 20,000 real people signed up and that therefore if they quit their jobs and uproot themselves uh, they've been defrauded, they've been defrauded okay. and uh, that's not a that's certainly not a good thing I'm threat. not
3: advocating that I'm just asking you that uh, you know I mean let's take it to its logical end and, and sort of dissect the problem
0: I'm wondering how many people have moved up here and not signed up and just come up here. I, I almost did that. I was going to do that. I was just going to move up here. And I know say people anything. have. Yeah. And not not sign up because they didn't want to be on any list or anything and just to take part in the activities here to to achieve liberty. They without didn't want actually. the commitment either. They, right. You know, I, I decided I'd
3: move up. I'd see how things went. I didn't know exactly what activist meant. Uh, you know, whatever their reason was for moving up, there are people like that. How many? I don't know. I do know that with the amount of movers that we have now, with the with the momentum that we have now, we're going to see some very interesting things happen in in the way of liberty here in New Hampshire. And the number doesn't really matter. But yes, I
1: agree with um, you. The From number a doesn't matter.
3: PR and you know a national PR stance, the Free State Project is a failure currently. I mean, I've heard people say it out there. Michael Medved has said the project is dead. Even people he has uh, millions and millions of listeners. Liberty people say the project's dead. Right. Um, they 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 blame this uh, the Ron Paul uh, you know only getting the most votes he got in any primary that counted, uh, here in New Hampshire. Well, they blame that on uh, the Free State Project, and that proves the Free State Project's dead. I guess what I'm, you know, I'm not claiming that I'm coming from an entirely principled stance here. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if somebody signed up and then changed their mind later because their grandma died or they got offered a job in uh, Japan that paid more or some reason, you know, that I considered legitimate and fair, I wouldn't hold that against them. I would absolve them, uh, you know, I'd <laughs> sanctum. I would give it, you know, I I would give them my ab- absolution. Uh, you know, not that I have that have it to get. I don't in any way represent the Free State project. And so, you know, once you start sliding down this little trail because it seems to me that everybody has some level of sliding down the trail. Now, I'd like to read what uh what John who started this off said in the beginning, and I think that this is absolutely true. What he says here is Absolutely right. He, he, he says some nice things about Free Talk Live. Thank you very much. And then he says, on the other hand, I'm very offended by the watering down of the taking of uh, the statement of intent. If folks are moving but do not actually intend to be activists, well, wouldn't that be the same as what's always happened? How about taking a stand, folks? Let's get real. Now, you know, John's a passionate guy, and I'm totally into what he's saying here. I do want passionate, dedicated activists to move to the state of New Hampshire. I think that one way that that you know we could help to move that along would be to move along the number the signers to the free state project. And as far as I'm concerned there's a, what eighty six hundred signers um, something like that yeah eighty six uh, fifty yeah um, eight thousand of them haven 't moved or haven 't had the decency to uh, update their their list
1: or didn 't have the, the acumen. many of them have for even forgotten they 've signed right. up uh, they have not updated their mailing addresses or their contact information uh, who knows what 's happened to them
3: you know so if we could uh, those people need to take action the ones who've moved i 'm not i 'm not yelling at them quite as much but the fact is, you can get somebody to sign up. If you, if you make an effort, you can get someone to sign up for the Free State Project. Now, will If they, they be, like
1: freedom, sure.
6: Yeah.
3: Will, they, will they be an activist on the level that you are, Ian? I don't think so. I don't think there's that many of them out there. I would love to see more of them. But if they're an activist on the level that I am, you know, uh, get involved a couple of times a year... That's pretty, And I'm not talking about my job, which is uh, Liberty. Yeah. Uh, Just on my for my own personal purposes, just that little bit. Man, that'd be a big, big uh, step in the right direction. And that's what the Free State Project's problem is. The Free State Project's problem is not some radio talk show host blabbing off at the mouth trying to get uh, people to sign up their babies.
1: Yeah, I, I think that, you know, the Free State Project could avoid all of this by just getting rid of the 20,000 number. I think that would but probably be a good I
3: understand where you're coming from. Because they've
1: that, already been slapped as, as a failure, so let's just embrace that and say, okay, well, you may call that a failure, but here's 600 people that have moved, and we're having tremendous success. Focus instead on the success that's going yeah. on, the I people think they that have are to moving meet
3: the, I think they I have to meet the 20,000 number. You. And here I, I had it's... a plan to do it. That plan failed. I needed a phone list. I tried to get it from the Ron Paul campaign. They refused to give it to me, um, and, you know... There's just I, – I don't know where to get a list of libertarian-type people that I can make telephone calls to to do – Recruiting in that method, I think that a uh, you know a, a a pull sort of method as opposed to a push sort of method is the right marketing uh, i, I 'm using terms here that don 't really work um, you 've got to go in and pull your customers in mm-hmm. with the kind of marketing that the free state project needs you can 't push your message out there to people yeah. and ex- i mean we you have the, ask for the order we have the results you need to ask yeah. for the order when it comes to this. That was my plan. It would have worked. I just don't have a list. And, you know, people have tried to, to – uh, it's a felony for me to go out and get the Ron Paul list and, and go find telephone numbers. Um, really? Yeah, it is. I'm going to jail. Wow,
1: that's crazy. And I doubt the Libertarian so, Party would give you their list because they uh, hate the Free I, I,
3: I already asked the Libertarian Party. They said absolutely, positively not. Yeah. Look, if, I, if I'm telling tales out of school, I haven't lied yeah I, I, I might be kissing and telling here but i haven't told any lies about any of these libertarian organizations that claim to want liberty they're certainly not helping me helping me and i believe that i'm working on the the project that has the best chance of liberty in our lifetimes, and I'm getting nothing but yeah, no's all over the place. I think
1: you're okay, Mark. Uh, as long as you're, I, I think what you're doing with the statement of intent is you're just working the system, right? The statement of intent it's kind of vague. It's only an intent. It's not a promise, and it says you'll you you know exert the maximum practical effort. And that means whatever is maximum practical for you, which could be next to nothing. So I mean, there's a lot of wiggle room in there, and you're just sort of encouraging that people use that wiggle room and and get signed up, even if they think there's a chance that they might. Move into the in the future, and I think that's okay, and that's only because I think the twenty thousand number. I think that if you believe when you sign that statement of intent that says you'll move when the the number reaches twenty thousand, if you believe that all twenty thousand people are going to move, you have not really thought about it. I mean, clearly it's not a binding thing. Clearly it's not an agreement. It's not a promise in any way, shape, or form. It
3: doesn't have any punitive uh, no. aspect to it. And there's no way I'm to with find with John. Out. I want these uh, you know these great activists here in this state. I do.
1: Yeah, The the great activists are going to come because they're going to see the activism going on and they're going to see the people moving. It's not going to have anything to do with the 20,000 number. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. And if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, then shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live will get a percent of your purchase. 41-plus categories to shop in, lots of products, the brands you trust, great prices, free super saver shipping, a whole bunch of items. Go load up your shopping cart and feel good because you're getting the deals that you were looking for, and Free Talk Live is benefiting, too, all at the same time if you enter through amazon.freetalklive.com. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We go to Alex in New Jersey on the amp line. You're on Free Talk Live, Alex. Hey guys, what's on your mind, sir?
13: Well, I wanted to respond to what uh, Jess in New Jersey had said. Um, I I went to an interview today for uh, MIT with one of the alumni, and uh, you know, she said that oh, I'm qualified, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, he he. I believe it was him, he recommended that I go to like Keene State University or something, and I've mentioned on the Free State Project Forum that it doesn't really seem like a uh, not like a real school, but it, it seems like a real party school and it's not, it doesn't seem to me like it's they're real focused on uh, on education.
6: Well, every
3: school's of, a party. Th- school. There's uh, there, there's universities all over um, New Hampshire. I think that he if he pulled one out of the air, I don't think that that necessarily means anything. There's Franklin Pierce University. Would you make the ass- same assertion about that place?
13: Well, I haven't done enough research on it to How about uh,
1: Dartmouth. Well, see,
13: I'm I'm a science guy, and Dartmouth seems like a real uh, liberal arts-oriented college. Yeah, well, every college, uh, Alex, let me
1: just clue you in here. Every college that I've ever heard of is a party college. I mean, they're full of kids that their primary motivation is to get drunk and have sex and you know, do I don't stuff.
3: think Keene State College is the, uh, the, the the of the highest academic caliber? No, it's not. Um, I you no, know, I, I think it's I think it's uh, the north the, the it's new, a teacher school. It's new England's version of a uh, of a um uh, a community college, really. I mean, uh, it, I, I th- I'm of the opinion that it's about the same caliber as Manatee Community College, where we came it's, from.
1: It's it's a teachers college for the most part. I don't so know what that means, a,
3: teachers college.
1: Well, I mean, it it attracts uh, people that are looking to become teachers. There's a lot of teaching kinds of curriculum there, and of course, uh, the teaching curriculums in colleges don't require much in the way of knowledge in anything, so they do tend to be kind of the, the dumber uh, of the kids, the uh, the less talented, less bright type kids that, that go to that school. That's what I understand. I don't know it to be true across the board. I'm sure there are other things beyond uh, teaching available at Keene State, sure Keen
3: State College. I'm sure uh, that Keene State College has created some really great, uh, you know, or has helped uh, in the creation of some really great minds out there. This However... Is, this is what what i get to see of it is is absolutely true a lot of kids puking in bushes
0: you know there's quite a few (laughs) colleges here and and depending on what you want to specialize in now what type of science are you going to major in
13: probably chemical engineering
0: yeah i'm sure there's a pretty good school here for that but it's up to you we'd love to have you
13: right but um you know m.i.t is pretty close to new hampshire my next choice is rensselaer in in new york and that's pretty close to new hampshire so it's Either way, I'm going north and right. I'm getting closer to New Hampshire bit by bit. And you were responding but, uh,
1: to our earlier caller who was suggesting you get out of New Jersey as quickly as possible and that's what you're saying you're working on
3: doing. Yeah, if I had the choice between MIT or RIT or, you know, and one and a and a school in New Hampshire, I don't think that there's too many in New Hampshire that I would pick over those two uh, uh universities. However, most Dar- people don't have those choices. Dar- Dartmouth
0: Alex. is a good one, by the way. There you
1: go. Anything else right. on your mind tonight, Alex? Well, yeah, the, um, it's
13: regarding that Liberty Forum that's coming up in March.
1: This is the uh, the event that the Free State Project puts on uh, every year. It's going to be in the first week of, I think it's the first weekend in March, and it's going to have all kinds of interesting speakers. It's really going to be a great place to be to, to meet up with liberty-oriented people, people that have already moved as part of the Free State Project, people that are considering moving, and, of course, lots of libertarian and liberty-oriented luminaries. Go ahead with your thoughts.
13: Well, I kind of want Mark's opinion on this, um, because he is a father. Uh, my dad is gonna, when I turn 18, which is in March, he's gonna take me anywhere in the country that I want to go for my 18th birthday for like three or four days. And, uh, I really want to go to this, uh, Liberty Forum. However, my dad's an authoritarian, and he believes that you, you don't, uh, you don't buck the system. You, uh, you always, Work within the rules, and you always try and change the law through legitimate reasons.
1: Well, I don't think that he didn't ask his question yet. Hang on, go ahead.
13: So, I don't think that my dad would necessarily enjoy the Liberty Forum. I think he would get quite angry because he uh, he absolutely hates when I talk about politics, and he hates when I talk about freedom or liberty. And you know, he'll always say to my mom. You uh, make sure you tell him he's wrong and that, you know, he's not right and because he is an authoritarian, and I can't really blame him. But, um, you know, if he's going to take me anywhere in the country you know, and I kind of want to go here, this is a really good opportunity. But at the same time, I don't want to alienate him or make him uh, feel like we're all extremely crazy because that's what he'll think.
6: I understand and I don't where want to alienate
13: from. him like some people on the Free State
3: Project. So should you should, should you take said. the trip here? Um, and to, to the liberty forum and the liberty forum to me um, seems to seems seems to skirt the line certainly and i think it's more on the political side of the spectrum than it is on the uh, the non-cooperative uh, civil disobedience oh, side yeah. of the, side like of the 99%. spectrum so um, you would be fulfilling what your father says and, and it, you know the, the liberty forum would largely fulfill what your father says in the sense that all these people are trying to work within the system downsized dc's uh, jim babka uh, I believe he's spoken at both at the last at both of them.
1: Don't take him to Mark Stevens, though. Mark Stevens is coming this year. Okay, um, yeah. Mark Stevens probably is, but but Mark Stevens
3: is using the choice. He's he's going into the courtroom. The court, that's true. He's using their laws. Yeah, that's you true. You know, I, I, you know, it's you're not talking about people tying themselves to trees here or throwing snowballs at uh, at IRS offices. Those are the kind of things that uh, your father probably finds uh, silly and irritating. And uh, honestly, I don't know how I feel about all of them either. Um, I'm I'm happy to have those activists here in New Hampshire. However, most of the um, Liberty Forum is about political stuff. Uh, the We the People organization was there uh, this year with uh, oh shoot, no, Bob Schultz. Bob Schultz, my my mistake. I couldn't come up with his name. So I think that uh, it it fulfills that. Criteria that
1: your yeah, father says. Yeah, he's still an authoritarian, right? And that's well, why you, you Well, hold on.
3: Him. I'm I'm not sure that the terminology that he's using as authoritarian is necessarily um, true. Well, it's is his your, dad. I think you fa- know. Uh, uh, does is, does your father support the draft?
13: Alex? Uh, that's a good question. I, I I think he would support a draft because uh, you know he he would say, well, if you don't like the draft, you should get elected and try to change it that way.
3: Um, I I have lots of arguments for that particular uh, uh <laughs> that particular, but if you want does he want a draft is different than would he support a draft if it one was in
13: place because uh, he really doesn't support the war.
3: Okay, so um, you know, say he, what he what he advocates is working within the legal system is what I'm hearing. Not necessarily that he is an authoritarian. Authoritarian wants to run everyone's life. You People understand? Look
13: how good it has worked for uh, Sam. I mean
3: what not uh, non cooperation
13: no work like trying to at least work a little bit in the system, i mean he didn't even have to go to court, you know, but he's he is actually going into court, and I think he's doing it just uh for the, for the documentation now of it.
3: You, now you're making but, an argument to your father, and I'm not trying. Um, I'm not your father, and that's not going to really work. Is a, he just believes that it, that you should work within the system? Correct, within the system. That doesn't mean a person is an authoritarian. Would you agree with that statement or disagree with that statement? Is he I'll, an authoritarian? I'm trying to define that. I'll concede. Okay, great. So he was so he was using a um a, the hy- term. a hyperbolic term yeah. to describe his father, which I, is what I thought I was hearing, and you know I I think that his dad could enjoy it if
1: yeah sure if there's if a lot of people right. that don't like the war there I can tell you that I'll
3: tell you my wife isn't isn't entirely enamored by the whole uh, b- the whole movement that we have going on here in New Hampshire although she's she's a libertarian she's not entirely on board with all this stuff. Um, but she goes and she has a good time. She doesn't necessarily go to all the, uh, the little, uh, seminars and things like that, but she finds people to talk to and has a good time.
1: Yeah, I mean, if he's making the offer and he doesn't like it, he can always go tour himself around Nashua or something
3: like yeah, that. Yeah, the Mount Washington isn't that far away. He can go go on the highest peak in the Northeast.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't be too concerned about how he's feeling. He's offering to take you anywhere, take him up on the offer, and come out to the Liberty Forum. Go get signed up over at freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. And he'll for be a lot to.
3: more impressed with the Liberty Forum than he will be with
1: Porkfest, I can assure you. Yeah, well, yes. there you go. Good point. All right, uh, you know what? We're going to have to hold off on discussing the national service slash national slavery issue. Uh, the one of the points that we didn't get to last night when Nick and I were discussing it together uh, with Bile from blogofbile.com was how it is they're planning on going about actually implementing this national service program. What is it they're going to do? Because they claim that they're not going to do, uh, they're not going to force people. They claim they're against. Forcing people into so-called national service, translation being a bureaucrat. But what are they going to do? What is their plan? Well, we can speculate and talk about that. And they uh, they did drop some hints during the uh, the Service Nation Summit over the weekend. It's been in here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. Talk more about that tomorrow. Take your calls about anything, of course. See you online in the meantime at freetalklive.com.